Hi, I'm Ian, the Dragonborn Bard, and I'm going to be the Games Master for the Starfinder campaign here on the Dragonborn Industries podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hey, and welcome back to Dragonborn Industries, where we're on episode two of Starfinder here on the Dragonborn Industries channel. And if you're listening on podcasts, on the Dragonborn Industries podcast, which is crazy to think that now we're out on several different platforms and that uh, we're doing stuff. Um, hopefully, people will be able to hear me as we go throughout this. Once more, hopefully the mods will text me and I'll actually pay attention this time. Um, we'll get some music on, we'll just see how it goes. And yeah, um, minus a bit of house tidying or housekeeping that we'll do in a second, um, the only announcement for this week is that once more, we are supported by our friends at Warrior Prints 3D, your one-stop shop for any of your 3D printing needs. You can use code to the stars or one word on their Etsy store to get a 10% discount. Other than that, thank you so much for supporting the show, Warrior Prints 3D. Please, guys, everyone out there, if you're watching this on YouTube, on the podcast, wherever, please go check them out. Richard is completely awesome and his minis are incredible. As for the players, let us go in to... <laughs> Say hello, because here, hello, minus one, we are down to Tamsin tonight. She got on a plane because she was like, I had enough. I'm not playing this game with you for one week. And actually, she was devastated to be going. So it's, um, I think that she's potentially going to be tuning in every now and again. So you might see her in chat. Uh, we might get texts from her. Uh, I'm going to run Kalex, um, so don't worry too much about having to deal with that because the potential for tonight with where we left it means that anything really could happen here and we could be learning a lot more, we could be doing a lot more. So I'm going to quickly introduce all of you who are maybe watching on Twitch or watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast to the players that are here and then I guess I'll do the housekeeping. So uh, we have my ever-loving and amazing friend Jack. Uh, we have Emily who is just... Ooh. All the sass that you could ever need. <laughs> over here we have the ever-confident Steph and the most amazing James over <laughs> here as well. Um, these are tonight's players and the players in this campaign. And uh, minus Townsend again, who unfortunately couldn't be with us. This is the crew of a newly formed Starfinder slash corporate delegation set out on a mission. Well, you're all part of the same crew now. All part of the same crew. So it's part of the ship party. Oh, we can go down that road. But I realise I've got this hot water bottle right under my thighs and it's like, haha, there's no cover! No cover! So I'm going to put that to, just on that side of my leg now. I'm going to undo my jacket as I start to warm up. But yeah, uh, so a bit of housekeeping that we're going to do. Uh, so last week obviously was our first episode and we did like a lot of combat which we, you guys weren't expecting I was but you guys weren't and obviously like learning a new system learning a new uh, class within that system even though we've all played 5e it's quite you know we're going to get things wrong and that's absolutely fine and only a few people messaged in which was absolutely fine please if you're going to if you're going to message in about rules do it on YouTube do it on the comments just that's we're going to respond to you better there and it's going to hit the algorithm for us so <laughs> put it on there um, especially if you want to say something <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, so I think the first thing for me that I just want to remind you guys is that uh, do remember your class features. So for example, if you're an operative, you have a trick attack. This is like the rogue sneak attack. To do so, um, you would usually have within your operative class a uh, specific set of skills that you are really good at that you can then use to basically gain uh, a... I think it's a, a minus two to their AC. They get the flat-footed condition, so you get like an easier shot at them, and then you get your sneak attack damage, essentially. So that's really good. Envoys get get them at level one. Uh, 
if they, yeah, which basically gives the players a plus two. Uh, as for um, any kind of melee uh, fighters, yep, uh, get up close and personal, absolutely fine. The actual thing I said about ranged attacks and being at minus four, null and void. Uh, ranged what? attacks. Within five foot kind of thing. Right. Uh, absolutely fine. All right, cool. The only problem is it triggers an attack of opportunity. Sure. So attacks of opportunity in uh, and roll you out there, you nerds who know about this, it's fine. But in for anybody who maybe doesn't, there are mechanics to the game and things that we do. And um, yeah, attacks of opportunity are when the character goes to do something, the enemy or the character, depending on which way around it is, gets to make an attack for free. Uh, it's a reaction essentially. But um, yeah, so attacks of opportunity are triggered by casting a spell, making a ranged attack if you are threatened, so somebody's in your melee. And also uh, passing through or leaving an, a, a threatened space. That's it. Cool. Uh, so the minus four to the, you know, you can be right up close and personal. Yeah, you can you can shoot them, not a problem. Yep. Uh, the other one was coup de gras. Mm -hmm. uh, you said that you wanted to do a coup de gras. I was like, that's twenty plus KAC. Incorrect. It's the, I was thinking of combat maneuvers. Yep. That is KAC plus ten. So it is a little bit more manageable to do things like bull rush and stuff like that. Hopefully you guys can see on your character sheets, there's like a quick action thing where you can see your list of actions. And hopefully I just remind you that that's probably a good thing. Um, apart from that, that's the only tidy, and it was really on me to be honest for not, you know, first episode and that's absolutely fine. However, we're ready to watch Emily roll a load more nat ones. Yep. <laughs> she is a nat one queen, but before we jump in, let's roll this. supposed to this week <laughs> i spent ages doing that and uh should have taken me no time at all but it was uh i had a little bit of fun with it and i've been making like your little character glitch things all week oh, and it's been, it's been kind of fun but yeah uh hopefully that does your character some justice until somebody comes in with some character art please <laughs> anybody <laughs> just, just a little bit of character art for free just yeah just a little bit just a little bit, just a little bit. no thank uh yeah all thanks to your guys creations but we're gonna jump in to episode two of starfinder in the center eye of Absalom Station, in the headquarters of Dynatech Industries, a galactic-wide conglomerate, three Starfinders and a few Dynatech individual volunteers are sent to go and search, well, uh, brought in for a briefing to go search and rescue English is not on it today. Three Starfinders and a few Dynatech individuals volunteer to go on a search and rescue mission to find a missing expedition crew. 
The explorer is reported missing by Skelkin Shaw, an acquaintance of one of the original crew and fellow member of the Starfinder Society, have requested a search and rescue mission to be taken by both Starfinders and Dynatech Industries. The brief to take place in the Dynatech HQ lobby briefing room is suddenly interrupted by a terrorist attack on the building. Mm -hmm. Jumping into action, the newly formed team, with the aid of department head Zano, fight back against the violent and shocking attack. Unfortunately, Joan the Skitamander receptionist, all round nicest person in the world, only a few days left from retirement, Aww. was shot in the face and brutally murdered. During this combat, a dwarf tries to smash their way through the atrium's defense to gain access to the lifts before being stopped and brutally murdered by Zano. The attack is over before building security can even get involved. But when they arrive, Zano leads most outside to order units into a perimeter. This gives the, part, the, the party a chance to inspect the bodies and in doing so, find that any clothing of note, any data pads have been removed to keep these people off the grid and unidentifiable. However, all of the attackers are heavily augmented, but with parts that don't quite fit their bodies. TJ Squeakerson, one of the company delegates, finds a secret compartment in a very well-done prosthetic arm that doesn't match the other prosthetics. Definitely the best one on all of these individuals. And inside this secret compartment, a cred stick that would normally hold the galactic currency credits. When Zano returns, Squeakerson hands it over and informs the Shirin what they have found and that they can't access the cred stick to see how much is on there, which seems suspicious. However, this is now in, the, in Zano's very capable hands and the party briefly split up to put their affairs in order, seeing friends getting gear, equipment, or some headspace to get back on track to find themselves all congregating in the center of Hangar Bay 13 outside of a Dynatech Industries shuttle. So to set the scene, Docking Bay 13 is a huge hangar bay capable of hosting many vessels of large size. The number 13 is painted onto the grime-trodden floor, barely visible under all of the extraterrestrial muck spread by the entry of so many vessels from so many worlds and the boots of the explorers and travellers from them. These ships here are all of so many designs and brands. Some freighters bring wares and exports, other luxurious speeders designed for racing. The smell of fuel, gas, oil, and almost an electric atmosphere is present at all times. And the thrum and noise of engines coming off and online is a constant barrage of noise that can be quite hard to hear over at times. The one end is a large open wall window that shows ships coming and going through ray shields that allow the passage of solid matter but keep the atmosphere inside Absalom Station. As you all begin to converge on this very distinct area in the hangar bay that has a painted symbol of the Dynatech Industries logo on a row of very similar shuttles are lined up underneath it. Some looking grubby like they've been well used or recently back from adventure, while others look clean, shiny and almost brand new. But all are the same grey style shuttle with a large cockpit windscreen and Dynatech logo by the ship numbers that are in place of where a name would be. These ships... A common sight in the packed worlds, as Dynatech employs them in their vast fleet of working ships and rentables. They also are available for purchase by the general public for a relatively low cost. The crew, now converging at the same time, have all been told that a shuttle is prepped and waiting for them to arrive in front of 
uh, these lined up similar vessels. Having taken items found back to their home or collected items to bring with them, the party have got themselves ready to commence the mission. So I hand over to you, the players. What would you like to do now? Are we all sort of just meeting up, like, just outside the ship at the minute, or...? Yeah, so I would say that, like, towards, uh, just past the halfway point of the hangar bay, and over to one side, uh, there is definitely, like, a painted-on Dynatech logo. It doesn't say the name, but it's just distinctly that logo. And with that, uh, there are these shuttles, and you would know that's where you need to head to. And as you sort of all converge, just a little bit away from there, you're probably all finally together. Um, yeah. So, uh, are we all uh, are ready to go out on the beach, I guess they say? Um, yeah. All packed, all ready. Good. Good. Ready indeed. How is everyone feeling as we embark on our adventure? And I'm going to pull out my camera and sort of uncomfortably zoom <laughs> into everyone. If I can just get a few words, uh, general feeling from the crew. How, how, how are we feeling? Chaps. <laughs> and ch chapes. <laughs> I think Kaz would sort of shy away a little bit, just kind of, uh, just looking for any kind of distraction. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah, um... Hello. Yeah. <laughs> what about Vorag? Did you get permission to record us? Yes. Got inside anything. From... You don't need to. Dynatech is future perfect, and as soon as you signed up onto this mission, you signed up for marketing rights. Do you not um, remember that? 19,000 page contract you signed. Did you, read, just did you read it all? Did you guys read it? Yes. Yeah, read the title. I read the first four words and just... Ah, uh, see, we were on the fifth. Uh, just missed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Kalish. Uh, 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 <laughs> obviously absorbed it into their Calix, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. There, they're like, yeah, oh, I, I can't wait, and um, they're like almost like posing for the camera and. I mean, everybody make me a culture check, <laughs> just because there's something I want to uh, see if you know. Kaz, you're a tad quiet tonight. Okay, yeah. I'll try and talk a little louder. Oh, no. Are we... No. Emily, is that a nat one? It's so close. close. No, okay, it's a two. It's close. <laughs> uh, 17. 17. 19. 19. Plus three, so five. Five. 12. Cool. Anybody with uh, above 10 would know, obviously... Everybody knows of Dynatech Industries, but like recently there had been uh, an expose in the past couple of years on some of their flightware and how there was uh, like lead and mercury within the fibers and they had to basically recall a massive amount of product. To which end they found decimal silk. And in doing so, they've given this entire species of people who necessarily weren't part of the pack holds before this amazing amount of stuff in exchange for their trade mm -hmm. and calyx is almost like the poster boy of that campaign mm -hmm. and um although they're like hey look yeah you know if you don't want to do that you can come with us and we'll give you a job in the company and stuff like that it that's very much what happened with calyx and you can see that like there is this like yeah, that when the camera's put in their face, they're like, okay, yeah, we're going out for Dynatech today. And they're like, just kind of like bigging themselves up a little bit, but also the crew. And yeah, you guys, uh, you know, have this camera thrust in your face and uh, have a chance to explain who you are. But um, if you shy away, you shy away. If you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. Is this going to be happening uh, often? Well, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I am on uh, this, this mission to promote the Starfinders and Dynatech Industries as, you know, a collaborative family, you know, we want to be putting our, our best paw forward, as it were, um, and, you know, so if, if it arises, and uh, 
I've got an opportunity for a good shot. I'm afraid I'm contractually obliged to take it. <laughs> oh, Alright, it's, it's going to be a long trip. Yeah. <laughs> so who's who's doing what on the ship? Who's piloting? Who, you know, who's good at what? Any plans? Just wing it. <laughs> 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 I've seen myself out. <laughs> uh, Game-wise, mechanic-wise, uh, actually, it's a very good question, Jack, because um, obviously you're asking in player and stuff like that, but actually your classes will, um, as we learn the system, lend to working on a starship. And usually within Starfinder, for anybody who's coming with us on this learning journey, um, you'll find that soldiers and operatives make fantastic gunners, operatives make fantastic pilots, um, mystics and engineers, or mechanics even make great engineers because they know about arcana. Uh, anybody good with computers checks will also be good in those. Envoys make for great captains because it's all about giving buffs to the party. And it actually takes your key stat and if you roll those and you're kind of maxed out in that area, you're going to end up working better as a team. However, that doesn't mean you can't fill other positions. If you're like, no, no, outright, I'm the pilot, and your piloting is like plus zero, that's <laughs> on you guys. But just so you're aware that as you move forward with your certain skill sets that you have as a team, there will be positions that you are probably more suited for. But you don't have to fill those, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found our pilot. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Such skills! <laughs> Where did you learn to drive like that? Pilot, you're clearly right for the job. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pilot, tick. Well, I mean, if you are going to do that, I'll hand you a sheet in a second that you can write those down on. Because uh, this, like, grubby orc mechanic steps out, and they are, they're a half-orc, and they have this, like, greenish-grey face, and they have these two tusks that point up. They're like, they wear this... Uh, set of black overalls with a white Dynatech Industries on it, and they've got, like, a tool belt with wrenches and, like, uh, what can only be described as gravity spanners, which are these incredible tools, and just all the kind of, to hit a cliche, sci-fi-style things and grubbins that you would imagine to have around, and, like, a satchel, and they're covered in oil and grease, and, yeah, they come out and they're like, you must be the crew. Are you here for Dynatech Shuttle 4825? Yes, I, I believe so. Good, good. And they begin to um, show you around the ships and they take you to a very clean one, which looks like it's just been freshly washed and still like water dripping off it from where it's been through uh, what is essentially a ship wash. Uh, it's spick and span. They take you, uh, it's a small shuttle, um, large green windscreen, and then they have to lead you around the back to where there are these two big circular thrusters and a ramp is down and there is a door that is uh, open. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this will be your vessel for the foreseeable future. Uh, if you can make sure when you return it to uh, check it in so we can refuel it and clean it. But until then, um, and he nods to the Dynatech delegates as it's clearly obvious who that is. Uh, the ship is yours. Um, may your journey be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll see ourselves around. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Not a problem. I'm going to hand you this. This is your Woo. beginning star sheet. Ah. There's also... A handout for the systems that are on there. There's only two systems that I've written down because the rest are pretty simple. Okay. And we'll get to that as we go. Because a lot of words. It is a lot of words, but don't worry too much okay. about them because right. we might not even need it for now. Okay. But I don't understand much of that. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. That's many things. Absolutely fine. Yeah. As long as you've got your character sheet. I'll still be a pilot though. <laughs> even better. No, no. <laughs> The steering's over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the iron. 
Well, you say that. In the cockpit, there are four seats. Something you're quite used to is the standard shuttle thing of having four seats in the front. The uh, As you enter, though, um, the actual... Uh, there's two rooms. There's the cockpit at the front, and there's this back room. It is sorted out into essentially what is a toilet, a circular kind of uh, sofa with a screen in front of it. Uh, over to the other side, there's like a... An, it looks like a vending machine, but then you realize it's a it's a biometric weapon rack that you can put your weapons into if you so wanted to. Uh, there are, just before going through the doors into the cockpit, four bunk beds. So two bunk beds, four bunks in total. And um, that's pretty much it. It's quite- Quite small. Yeah. yeah. This is the yeah. biggest room I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Even stepping in. four beds. Yes. <laughs> Who's not taking a bed? The blancmange. <laughs> <laughs> they can just huddle down somewhere. Oh, oh. oh that's all right. I'll, I can take the sofa, or I can. Um, uh, I'll just like sleep Wait, in the cockpit. No, 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 no. As as Dynatex, you know, key player. We need you rested. We need you well. Please, please. I I am quite accustomed to scurrying away into a small corner. I can take but the sofa. <laughs> I, think, I think the old ball and chain would have a thing or two to say about that. Have you not heard of top and tail? What? I have a tail. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. But yeah, you are inside this starship and it's... It's yours to have a look around, take positions. What you would notice in the cockpit, there is uh, the two um, front consoles um, are equally shared to either be pilots or a Navicom. So you can either navigate or pilot from each left or right side. Then behind them is um, a t two other chairs. One of them has more of uh, communications channels and another one is sensory. So one is clearly a commander's seat. The other one is for ship sensors and stuff like that. Um, the engines are uh, woven into the back walls. So any engine work will have to be done in that back room, basically. And the there is a turret weapon on top. So uh, inside the back room at the center, there is a hatch that basically you can press a button. It goes like an iris. And inside it is uh, a gunner's seat for a turret. I'd like to think of myself as a bit techy, so uh, if anyone else wants to take that part, that's fine with me, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm very good with uh, mapping. That's that's my job at Dynatech. I'm, I'm all about uh, star charts and maps, so, I mean, navigation or sensors is kind of my thing. Are you happy having Dalex as your navigator, as your piloting? They pretty much take the science officer role. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always solid. I just can, and she gets real low. Well, he gets real low to the ground, and it's like, again, that blonde thing, and then it comes back up. Can you do it <laughs> <laughs> just slut drops like a bug. Oh. <laughs> How low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's up to you guys what you want to do now. Well, what about I don't mind proving myself with the gun. I'm sure my years of soldiering. Some use, hopefully. What about you, CJ? Mm. 
Well, uh, I'm gonna get my CV out from my briefcase. What's a microphone? Timothy J. Squeakson is proficient in Excel and Microsoft. Um, I'm first aid trained, I've been in the marketing department for two and a half years now, worked my way up through the ranks, I'm a quite, quite the people's man, you know, uh, so if we've got any, any sticky wickets, I'm sure I can uh, talk our way out of it. I think I might have missed why, uh, what brought you on this mission? I applied. <laughs> Well, you know, I've been looking for uh, for ways to, uh, you know, really show head office what I'm made of, and uh, you know, us guys in marketing, you know, we can uh, we can do a thing or two, and uh, you know, the sense of adventure, the open space. I, I thought, well, you know, an opportunity's arisen. Why not grab it with both paws? I think Kaz And it just says Galaxy's best boss. Uh, <laughs> shit brewmaker. Uh, well, um, we have left a captain position open, it seems. I'll take it. Yeah. Already getting in, like trying to like crawl his way up into the seat and get comfy. Wait, like like offer a hand to boost you like. Thank you kindly. I, I can do uh, engineering. Uh, I'm pretty good at that. Or computers. Anything Engineer, to do with those two check. Gunner, check. Navigation, check. Pilot, check. Check. Gunnery, check. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got all the positions filled. Seems like we're in good shape. Yeah. Everyone yeah. happy? Mm. Yeah. Can anyone cook? Uh, you, have, you have been provided <laughs> rations. Okay. Mm. There is no kitchenette in here. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, the rations literally are like. A bag of mm, food yeah. that is like a sealed, like, it's not dry, like astronaut food that we think of now, but it's literally yeah. like camping ration kind of thing, okay. shoulder rations. Mm, um, and it's like nutrients A, nutrients B, <laughs> and they are, you know, yeah, okay. all got the Dynatech stamp on them and <laughs> stuff like that. Shit out of luck there, mate. I've got this uh, jelly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're essentially looking at cat food. <laughs> but, you know, it's yeah. nice. It's, it's yeah. rations, but you've got about. Okay. 14 days worth. Cool. Okay. We're not On gonna there. starve, but we're not gonna be happy, so. Alright. Should we plot a course? I believe that'll be a, a good course of action to take. Uh, uh. <laughs> <Le Mans. laughs> yeah, um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, if we get out into space, um, uh, outside of Astral Station, then we can uh, find a place to, uh, I guess, we can start charting a course through the drift. We just need to find a clear space to, uh, to enter the drift. So before we uh, head off, has everyone got everything? No one's forgotten anything. Uh, I'm all prepped. Thank you. Keys, wallet, phone. Yeah, all there. Grenades. Grenades. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking all your weapons. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, get her up then. Yeah, and with that, uh, I'm not going to ask for a piloting check because I know that you can pilot and it's one of the standard things that most people can do. I mean, anybody can pilot in, in this sort of like... Um... They don't make me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a good pilot, that's the difference. <laughs> anybody can pilot, it's like anybody can drive if you put your foot on the accelerator, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know what you're doing is essentially the difference here. And uh, it's really simple to operate the um, shuttle. You can like, bloop, doop. And it only takes like a few seconds to like get the thrusters going, and there's just like as they sort of like begin to lift off, and the back ones you feel like point down, and they bring you up, and you just slowly taxi your way out of tons of ships coming and going, and you have to like sort of almost wait in a queue, like leaving a car park, and it's very very busy in Docking Bay 13. 
you get to the ray shields, these like almost transparent wall of force and you've all been through it before but anybody who maybe has like not seen anything sci-fi it's almost like you're about to hit the wall and as you do it just pushes through and there's like an even brighter outline of your ship as it's like paper thin but it pushes through this force field and into the vacuum of space and you pile up slightly off outside of the armada this huge fleet of ships around Absalom station and you you would all know that drift travel means traveling to another plane of existence. The drift is its own complete plane. And what that means is you have to power down your thrusters for a whole minute and stay in motion. So you position yourself in a clear area and begin the process of turning off your thrusters and anchoring your position with the Navicon. Oh yeah, I think I've got it now. And for one whole minute, while motionless in the endless void of space, you begin to power up the drift engine. The internal hum begins to get louder, but not abrasive. The sound of it gaining power is clear as the gentle rise in volume and pitch builds and builds. And then with a bassy pulse, a wave of energy bursts out from the center of the drive at the back of the ship and crawls out all over the insides of this ship, working its way over every surface and every person and then we see it push through the hull and on the outside where it begins to retract back towards the drift engine at the back. And as it does so, your view from the cockpit in the deep, dark depths of space in front of you, dotted with distant stars, begins to fade to purples and blues. Distant clouds of broiling energy create an endless abyss of movement while dotted around are various chunks of matter. Without the perspective, of your surroundings from before. It's hard to work out how far away things are, how big they are, how small they are. And as the drift engine begins to quieten down, almost reversing that pulse sound from when it was activated, you begin to pilot and turn on the thrusters once more. And as you do, a gentle hum of the Starship engines bring to life, and you are free to begin your journey through the drift. Emily. Skelkin Shaw, can you roll me 3d6? Ooh. Ooh, no. Can I um, have my bag, please? So, when you travel the drift, you travel it with your normal thrusters. What it does is almost like using an extra plane or space to, like, it's shorter. It's not always the same. Sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes shorter. You would all know that getting back to Absalom Station takes 1d6 days for the game mechanic. For getting anywhere in near space, 3d6. Oh, so the higher I roll, the longer it's going to take. Yes. Oh, sh This was the one time it wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Um, 13. 13. So the plot, the chart of course is going to take you around 13 days. And Caleb's like, oh, it's not too bad. Um, I've seen them take a lot longer. Actually, this is uh, quite down the middle, realistically. We've only got 14 days of rations. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's some rations there when we get there, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, Zano did say if you need anything else, yeah, there's two weeks worth of supplies, but pick up anything. So did anybody else pick up? No. No. Well, yes, we best hope that there is more. Wonderful. More there. <laughs> um, at least we'll arrive there with one day to spare, with hopefully no 
interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could try and find, you know, I, I, I don't, is there a service station on the way or? How much does Dynatech care? Dynatech cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, a lot of the maps I've seen, there are, uh, there are chartered shipping lanes, but they are solely for the purpose of trade and logistics. And unfortunately, uh, we're chartering different courses, but those ones take a lot longer, a lot, lot, lot longer. But if, if we can see what the DAT-G system's like, that could be a whole new service station on the stop. Well, there we go. Fan-fucking-tastic. Well. <laughs> Glad we have you, Calix. <laughs> I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> I mean, we seem to have overlooked something mildly important, don't you think? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So do, do, do you guys generally purchase your meals? Uh, Is that, that a thing? Yeah. Yes. Huh. No, we don't normally get them for free just mm. roaming around. Ah, oh, see, this is why you need to work with Dynatech. You just get them. Every evening when you come home, there it is, ready for your consumption. Dynatech cares. We literally don't even have any in here. So, <laughs> who would like <laughs> to roll a d100? Ooh! Go and roll your golf you. ball. Who else? Go for it. Who else? Oh, the Where's big... Now you got to work out what it says. The big ball yeah, 100. Good ball when it stops rolling. <laughs> 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 oh, what's 55. the 55. 55. OK. Let me write that down. Mean? <laughs> your first day of travel. Ah. You <laughs> a dragon, a pit, no. Uh, and there are fucking dragons in the drift, by the way. They're like just FYI, like here to steal your Russia. There's a picture that I love from I think it's Alien Archive One, and it's of a blue ancient dragon with a fucking lightning cannon on its shoulder. And I'm like, I love this. This is so cool. But, I really hope that's not 55. <laughs> well, you say that. Take one. <laughs> You oh, st begin to pilot your way through the drift, and the first thing that's clear for anybody who has not been in the drift before, this extra plane of space clearly, and it's been told to you, but now you see it, fragments of the material plane every time somebody jumps to the drift is ripped out of reality oh. and brought here. That could be the size of an atom, or it could be the size of a castle, mm. a planet. Oh. And you see them for the first time, these terrain-like masses. Some of them are broken stone of an ancient mine. Others are parts of a glorious civilization that has this beautiful modern-day architecture for you guys. All of it just ripped away from its home and left here adrift in the endless sea. And there's huge gaps between them and then huge clusters of them. It's so hard to tell where one starts and one ends or when there's going to be the next one because you've been going through a field and sea of them and then all of a sudden it's blank and just this purple and blue for you. as far as the, the imagination let alone the eyes can take you for your first day's travel it's clear and you are free is there anything that you guys would be doing on day one apart from marking off one day's worth of rations <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rations that we didn't have I'm, um, I'm severely missing. Something. I think I will probably check. Just put them on the ship sheet. It's fine. Uh, I will check the engines. Make sure. Put them on the ship sheet. Make sure the engines are all working properly as intended. Give uh, me the a. Ship, the ship is in good condition. Oh, Give me an engineering check, then, please. I will do. Wow. Uh, so that sheet there that's laminated, you can yeah. just write on there. Uh, you know, uh, thirteen the rations. Any way you want. Uh, they're all dry white markers, and it's laminated so that you can adjust them as and when. Um, nice. 
Because things like shield points and hit points all change if you end up in combat. 14 days each. Yes. Yeah. I will be generous. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good question. I'll answer that real quick. <laughs> they, would, they, would have, <laughs> they would have supplied you with 14 days each. each. Okay. So cool. down to 13 each. why is that? So I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying it. Day. Yeah. Dynatech can pay me to say it. Wait, what, 14, 25. Look how big. It's 14 minus 1, 13. So 70 oh, minus yeah. 5, okay. so 65 left. I rolled a 15 for engineering. Engines seem great. The drift engine is now recharging. It all seems to be going fine, ready for your trip out of the drift again whenever you reach your destination. Uh, the engines thrum and all seem to be in uh, completely working order. Uh, nothing that needs repairing. Every now and again, you hear something, but you're not used to it. So you're like, you know, you're not used to those engines and you're like, okay, yeah, no, it's fine. Checking it over. All the scan readouts are great. Sensors all seem to read fine. And yeah, everything is all good. Uh, good. Anything else for day one? If there's such thing as an autopilot in some <laughs> cases, I will want to kick up and get my books out. And that's fine. You can take it in terms of the pilot. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in your positions. You can be like, okay, the course is set. All you've got to do is make sure we don't veer. And it's not necessarily an autopilot, because what you've noticed is there isn't an AI on this ship. There's no like voice that's like, hello and welcome mm -hmm. to... Yeah, you've got none of that. It's just seems to be a basic computer, but there is almost like a, we're on the course, you can hit the uh, pilot, it'll follow it to the best, but somebody needs to observe that. Mm -hmm. So you imagine that the four beds, five people, is because one person's probably going to be on watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, so, Whoa, makes um, sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if so, yeah, you can absolutely, you can lie in your bunk and there's like a little curtain and there's Aww. a screen in there and, um, you know, it's enough that you can do whatever you need to do. The table in the uh, back room uh, has enough seating that about three of you can comfortably get around it. Uh, you can project things onto the screen from your data pads and essentially um, you are left to your own devices for the first 24 hours and mm -hmm. nothing changes outside in terms of colour. There's no day, there's no night. It's just this endless broil of purples and blues. Mm -hmm. Day two. Somebody roll me a D100, please. My turn. Go for it, TJ. Bear in mind we are doing this 13 times. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, pick that up. Oh, 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 oh. Might get the PTZ on it. It's coming back. Oh. I don't know what that is. That is a 23. Yeah. 23. Ice dragon. <laughs> as long as we don't get a 1 or a 100, <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> this is what I love, because like I know that like you don't know the system no, in this way. So like usually when we play D and D okay. together, you know like I will write because I've written this table. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know usually like really low and really high is both very good or very bad. Uh, this is completely random. I don't imagine. Um, so just so you guys are aware, the mechanic of drift travel, if you are going somewhere within near space, which this system is, mm. there is a ten percent chance of an encounter each okay. day. Okay. Okay. So ten and under. And you'll um, have an encounter. Okay. You can have 13 clear days. Okay. But day two, All there's right. nothing RP-wise. Cool. I think, uh, just for mm. um, everyone's awareness, I'm going to be keeping a captain's log now. Uh. Um, so it'll be like a <laughs> full... It's it's absolutely a vlog. Like, <laughs> hey, Dynatech Bays, it's oh, Captain, Captain TJ, TJ. Squeakerson. Oh, <laughs> um, subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, there's going to be. I'll be trying desperately to kind of get as many people involved as possible. <laughs> um, throwing the camera in our face. Absolutely. Like, like, Skull can be there reading, and then like, she's like, hey, Skull, can how's it going? And you're like. <laughs> 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 
uh, but I think I'm gonna play it a little bit cool for now and just kind of keep it between me and Calix just to begin with <laughs> yeah. and just like take getting group shots wide shots okay. of the interior but not being too pushy about it yeah, yeah. nice Oh, sorry, uh, I'd go up into the sort of like gunner's nest, just kind of get a feel for it. Does what ammo does it take? How yeah. does it fire? Uh, so it is um, a make sure that is the that is the Dynatech Industries shuttle, yeah? Yes, yes. Cool, perfect. Just make sure I'm reading the right one behind here because I've got one here that's matching. Uh, so you have a light laser cannon. Cool. So it just works off the ship's power core. All of the systems work off the power core. You don't need to reload or anything like that. It's one of the joys of Starship combat. Cool. Um, but it's a turret system. You get used to this, like, you know, you turn it, it's almost like a little controller. Mm -hmm. and you're very used to stuff like this yeah. uh, Borog you're like this big meaty vest but like inside even in, the, in this cockpit it's made for any sort of size and even in like when you're wearing armour you'd be like yeah this is actually alright and I would presume that anybody wearing heavy armour would probably take it off during the journey <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm not wearing heavy armour no yeah you could be in flight suit but yeah just uh, yeah, just uh, for, for, you know I think at the moment I'd keep it on. Yeah, just, just in because case. it's early days. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I know we have like 10 days left. <laughs> yeah. we, uh... we clearly have some psychos on board. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, that rule airline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um. Yeah. Day two goes off without a hitch. There is nothing in your way. You pass a few of these planar bubbles, mm -hmm. which are like bits of other planes that almost like push into the drift but are still within their own plane of existence and it's like as you're navigating through and every now and again skull can you have to like just adjust what the ai's in or like just the star trucks everything's moving and you just like nudge it to one side but you see like lava fields with elementals in it or you see like brilliant pink grass of the Feywild or you see like the turning gears of Mechanus and stuff like that and you just yeah every now and again you get glimpses of the material world or you get glimpses of other planes of existence but you also get glimpses of destroyed cities that have been pulled into the drift and other bits and bobs day three who would like to roll the d100 can I roll one that I can read <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't trust the ball. <laughs> the ball. The ball. Oh, right. or not. 51. 51. Yeah, that's a one. We like it. So this is going to be another clear day of travel. Uh, it's almost like the course that's been set by both Dynatech and Calex um, is working really, really well. And you realise that actually this is becoming really easy now to navigate around things and to see that when something starts to drift in that you can like get around it quite easily day four i presume kaz you are sure. rolling this one all right since uh, we're going around the table I get, I get one oh. <laughs> you're at the ball Yay. Oh. for those who can't see the ball it is a huge d100 that is it's bigger than a golf ball it's just slightly smaller than a tennis ball and it rolls and it rolls it and it rolls and I'm presuming you picked that up from local shop, Happy Piranha. 100%. <laughs> oh, it's on the table, it doesn't count. It's still okay, brilliant. It's almost like we have dice trays. <laughs> They're not the mine or the Maca. Right. Would you like a dice tray? Yeah, go on then. It's not like I haven't got one. Well, it's, it's over <laughs> your side. If anyone's interested, that's a 94. <laughs> no, because it's off the table. The table. But it counts. Oh, there is a dice tray for you all. Thank you. Right, here we go. That's a 48. 48! Another clear day of travel. <laughs> the ball. You would see that there are other ships here as well now. 
few days in the drift, and at one point, whoever's on watch, I'll roll a d6 for it. On a one, two, Kalex three, four, five, on a six, I'll roll again. Kalex will be like, uh, we, we've got a ship. Oh, there's a ship close by. And they like, they wake all of you up or pull you in from food. And you can like look out of the window and see on the sensors. And there is a large, huge vessel that is luxurious. It is like completely white. Culture check from you, please. Um, and it's like just embroiled with gold and flags and solar sails. Everybody can make a culture check, but specifically you're gonna have a circumstance bonus to this. Uh, it's an 18 total. 18 total. I'm gonna give you a plus two to this so because 20. of um, your backstory. Oh, okay. 15. 17. Now one. Oh, so, no. one of the moderators has asked us to make sure that we uh, point out all the net ones <laughs> and all the net twenties. That is the first net one of the night with Emily. Skelkin Shaw. And I think actually this is quite apt because I don't think Skelkin would know what this is because I don't think Skelkin takes time for themselves in this way. This Aww. is a luxurious drift cruiser, Ooh. and it's just far enough away that you can just make it out with your visuals and with the sensors. And this is from Verses. So, say again? I might be putting my book down at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some interest. Uh, oh. <laughs> say what? I'm thinking about your real book now. Like, what? Uh, but this is from Verses. This is uh, a planet within the packed worlds that um, is tidally locked. So one half of the planet is luxurious and always sort of faces away from the sun. The other one always faces the sun and is basically a scorched desert and barren land. Um, but the side of the planet that has uh, life, essentially, is beautiful and it teems with trade and with business. And they also have this line of cruisers that they send out. And people specifically come to get on these versus luxurious drift cruisers. And it takes them through the drift to see other planes of existence. And if you can imagine, like, you know, going around the Ned, it's like that, but between the planes of existence. Um, and yeah, so you see that off in the distance, and uh, you would all, yeah, with those kind of rolls. And actually, I didn't roll for Calix. Uh, somebody roll D20, I've got their sheet in front of me. I'd better not do it. <laughs> Please do. I Kill her. Make a bad culture uh, check. That's a, a six on the dice. She's like, oh, I've never seen one of those before, but that's why she gets you. As he gets you, sorry. I'm going to keep misgendering people, and I apologize. Um, and yeah, it's. Um, yeah, it's a luxurious cruiser. But if there's nothing else from you for uh, nope. this day. Are you still going about enthusiastically with that camera? Oh, yeah. Are we uh, talking batteries, charger? Oh, oh yeah. you can charge things on the ship. Okay. So any ship that you use as a crew, it's a standard rule within Starfinder. Things like your armor, which has uh, like enough day worth its level in like atmospherics or environment, uh, gear that requires batteries to be charged or anything like that, you can recharge them from your ship or from anywhere on the maximum station. I'm thinking about maybe they go missing for a day or two. <laughs> if it goes missing, I will tear the ship apart. <laughs> <laughs> Not the camera, just the battery. I will tear this ship apart. <laughs> Do you try it. and take the camera battery? I'm not going to do it if they're around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can wait till they're asleep. You tell me how you take it. Can you just step inside the airlock with me here for a quick second? <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, is it on your person every waking moment? Because are you going to leave it if it's charging? Oh, it'll be left when it's charging. Yeah, like, as at this point, it's kind of just 
slow and steady, mm -hmm. trying to warm you guys up to you know, getting used to the camera. And uh, so it, it's not going to be like attached. It's not attached at the belt clip or anything. It's uh, yeah. Okay, so the charger, whilst it is alone, is going to go somewhere, and the camera will be left where it's charging. Give me a sleight of hand. Oh, I'm good at this. However, everybody gets a perception check. However! Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Should we be doing it when you're asleep? Yeah. So yours is at a very, very, very big minus, to the point where I'm always like, I might not give you the perception check. However, everybody else is to and fro on this ship at all times, so, yeah. Um, I'm assuming, Emily, from the for fuck's sake... <laughs> It's not another one, but it's not good. What did you roll? I rolled a four, and I got something to add to it, but it's probably not enough. Thirteen. Thirteen total. It's not bad. I got a twelve. Cavs, you are un none the wiser. Uh, for RP reasons, I will abstain from roll because I am asleep. I'm going to get the numbers and I'm going to describe what I've just thrown at a person across the room. <laughs> numbers from yourself. At uh, 17. Uh, Caleb's with a nat one. Uh, <laughs> you probably see this. And you probably see Skelkin doing it. Mm -hmm. Do you stop them at all? No. No. Not at all. I'm not destroying it and I'm not putting it like very far away at all. If it was maybe like at the end of the... No, you're sleeping, so it's not going to be at the bed. Um, in one of the, like, cupboards in the kitchen or something. Yeah. One of the high cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Step out of the I want to put it in a place where TJ may think that they might have left it. Okay. Not somewhere that's clearly we're messing with them. Yeah, cool. Inside the torpedo launchers, right? <laughs> no. Did we get in here? <laughs> I've just handed one of the players one of these. Mm. These, were, I call them crestus because it's fun and I've designed them to look like that. Starfinder doesn't have inspiration, nor does it have advantage or disadvantage unless you take certain feats to do certain things and it's very specific. This is a token that you can spend whenever you roll a d20. When you spend it, you have to hand it to me. It is a one-time thing. You can use it to roll twice and take the higher, or you can impose it onto somebody else and have them roll 2d20s and take the lower. Ooh. You may also give them to your party members and NPCs if you think a moment matters. Okay. They stack. If oh. you have two of them, you can have both of those to a player that's already got two of them. Triple advantage. And they can roll 5d20. So they don't run out like inspiration. There's no, no time limit. Okay. There's no time limit. Don't do that wrong then. <laughs> just, just, you know, I'm just going to remember who stole my charger. <laughs> How can you remember sleep. something you never knew? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's what these are. These are I'm calling them crestics, and when I launch one of these at you, and I will give these out if somebody does something detrimental to their character for RP reasons, mm -hmm. if they do something like tell an amazing joke at the table, which you missed out on last week because you said it during the break. I know. And uh, the other one will be for amazing RP moments or potentially for... Um, if you call me on a rule 
that fucks yourself over, you weren't one of these. If you're like, actually, they would have had X, Y, and Z, and that's like a plus 20 to hit, and now my character's gonna die, you're obviously gonna get one of these. Um, basically, just being a good player. Uh, I can't use them. I won't be giving them to myself. <laughs> but you can impose them on my characters and my NPCs and creations to force disadvantage, essentially. So when it matters, you can spend them. So that's a new system that is new to this game that we haven't done in our D&D before, but I liked it when I saw it on uh, Glass Cannon, and I was like, we're fucking doing that. That's <laughs> awesome, and it's well worth the reward, I is think. There, <laughs> is there a gap in between the cushions on the sofa? <laughs> yes. Well, it's, so it's like one solid thing, but it's like pleated? Is it pleated is the right word? Where it's like pressed in the like, little... Scalloped. Mm. Yeah. What about, what about behind the back and the butt seat? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. go in there. That could easily be an accident. Awesome. I'm gonna put my cred sticks away. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you want one. <laughs> You've got to earn it. Oh. You've got to earn it. Um, but yeah, that will be the end of that day's travel. Um, and that was four. That yeah. was, uh, was four. day four, yeah. Because yeah, I haven't this. been. Yeah, do you want to. Um, should we just leave it until we encounter something? Would I know? If checking oh. for life signs on another ship. Or stuff like that, would, would they know they've been checked on? Oh, that's a very good question. I think that, um, I need to look that up. Uh, there is both the Galactic uh, Operation, Galaxy Operation, so, no, yeah, Galaxy Operations Manual I think it is, or Galactic Travel Manual, can't remember what it's called. Starship Operation. That's the one, uh, and the court rulebook here. I'm going to hand that to you okay. to look up, or you can Google it, absolutely <laughs> right. fine. I'm so sorry, I was talking over It's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Do you want to do something secret? Uh, no, no. Secret. I'm just I'm trying we to see. Checking a mechanic. We yeah. need um, Calix to direct us to um, a shell garage. Yeah. yeah. So you would actually like to go exploring in the drift? We need we some need food. <laughs> Uh, the Woolworths. <laughs> this is where it's I going. Do not, <laughs> I do not want to leave us with only one day of rations in case anything goes wrong. That's insane. I wouldn't wait until halfway through the trip to do that if we could find somewhere to, to get food. I'm, I'm hoping Calix is going to help. Um, so I, I mean, I can try. There are certainly um, uh, planets that get pulled into the drift, and sometimes there are uh, people who live here in the drift. We might encounter other ships that might be able to help out, but um, uh, well, I can certainly start scanning and checking if you'd like. Okay, uh, that would be an advanced sensors check, which is actually on that sheet just there. I believe the sensors get a plus four to their bonus because of how the ship is particularly built by Dynatech Industries. This is where, and again, for anybody watching, we're learning this game. We're going along with it, and we know some of the law, we know some of the rules, but we're just doing some fun. So it's well worth the read to make sure we get things right. The sensors on the sheet. It will be under, and I've got one right here, so I'll have a quick look. I'm going to bring up the actual ship here. That's why, because when you build it, it's in there, and it doesn't show on the sheet, which is really annoying. Let's have a quick look. Campaign. Modifier is so, plus one. So that's the computer modifier. Oh, okay. What this means is that during the, if you end up in Starship combat, mm -hmm. during the uh, piloting mm -hmm. or the engineering phase, you get, a, if you want to, once per round, mm -hmm. you can have a plus one. Twice. So it's like plus one in one of the phases, yeah, plus one in the other one. 11 to 30. Uh, so that'll be the amount of hectares. Oh, why is my internet going slow now? I can't find anything on it at the moment. So now we'll say no. Okay. Um, 
just because. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a plus four, because this is what I was diving through earlier on, trying to sort out for today, is it's a plus four for the shields. Uh, not shields, for the um, sensors. So we'll go with that one. Calyx is going to make a roll. Um, they get that, and they get their computers, I believe. What is Calyx um, checking for? I was reading um, rules. A shell garage. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. So, just um, checking. <laughs> they're like, ah. Oh. I can't really see anything at the moment. There's so much debris and uh, the planar bubbles are such a problem. But um, I'm sure if we keep going, something will uh, will crop up. We're going to stop today. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We are on track. We're making good time. And I'm sure that, you know, if things do get a little bit spicy, you know, we will find something in an emergency. We'll be a-okay. <laughs> also, has anyone seen my charger? Exception check. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Mm. 18. So I need to know how well you've concealed this. So we need to make some kind of contested roll, really. We know that you took it in their sleep, but then you've stuffed it down the back of a chair. So I'd say that you could use bluff for this, but that's more of a charisma-based thing. However... That's sleight of hand, maybe? Yeah, I guess I'll give you sleight of hand on that one, or a straight-up dex check. Um, yeah, go on, take sleight of hand, just to see if... So I roll? Yeah, roll it, because I want to see if you can beat an 18. That way it's at least contested for now. Please don't mute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the roll? Maths. <laughs> Give me a minute. Is that 14? Yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah. 23. 23! What is your sight of hand modifier? Plus nine. Plus nine! Damn, girl! Um, <laughs> you look everywhere and like you're like looking under your pillows and Kate's like, oh, can we do our vlog today yet? Can we do our vlog today yet? Felix, <laughs> 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 <Kayleigh>, please. <laughs> like, I think the tie has become a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> sweating a little Yeah, bit. like the fur's become a little bit matted around the <laughs> brow. Like, guys, seriously, guys, seriously, if you find it, you have to tell me. <laughs> how far into the day is this panic ensuing? Like, I think an hour after being awake or? I think it's, we're probably looking He's been casually looking most yeah. of the day, just trying to get... Hey, guys, just... Everyone could just, like, have a look out for my child. Like, this pig, it puts into the comms. Um, and then after lunch, he's just, like, the, the panic is setting in, like, seriously, it's Dynatech property, guys. I really need it back. sealed ship. It's got to be somewhere. I know, I know, I know. Logically, I know, I know, I know. And I know you know, and that's fine. And that's totally chill. It's just that I have to do my daily vlog. I need the content, guys. Seriously. <laughs> have you tried under the fridge? Under the fridge? I'm going to dive and try and get under the fridge. No, there's no fridge. <laughs> there's no fridge! Shuts out the ship. Guys, uh, I don't mean to alarm anyone, I think someone's taken the fridge. There's something wrong with the left phalange. <laughs> I just go up to TJ and be like, it's okay, we'll find it, we'll find it. Did I see you seeing me hide it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, oh, so we're like... watching. Grisowski! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go about my business. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and another day passes of uh, drift travel. We move on to day five. No camera, no vlog for day four. <laughs> Can somebody roll, piece. please? A D100. Or maybe I take it. Oh. And I'll do it open so you guys can see. I'll do it through the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. What was that? That's fancy. Like, like a spinny. Oh, what's that? 
It's a nine, uh, 50 and a seven. It's a 57. We like it. I'd like to thank Sourceman Studios for the awesome GM screen dice tower. Um, 57. Uh, you're going to get another clear day of travel. Um, another day spent. Check, check if you want to try and find that camera. Hell um, yes. Uh, what's your intelligence modifier? Uh, <laughs> it's got to plus be two. Good. Oh. <laughs> plus two's not bad. Oh. 24 on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's fucked. Somewhere towards the back end of the day, you are flustered. Maybe, like, your tie's undone oh, yeah. and there's, like... The, the fur of this like hamster like Yosoki is like all matted where they've been pulling on it with anxiety and stress. Their ears are like tugged on and uh, maybe like the whiskers are pulled a little bit and the suit's like fully. They're like the, the, the comedy kind of zigzag whiskers. <laughs> and um, you sit on the uh, sofa, you just like whoosh, sit back to like, I don't even think you can eat at this point. Oh, and then you feel like your little tail, that tiny little nubbin just <laughs> against something. And you're like, huh? Immediately plug it in <laughs> and watch it. You're gonna sit there and watch it I just look over and be like, two percent, three percent. Waiting for the green light. Waiting for the green light. Is it? <laughs> Anything else you guys would like to do? Um, I would say it's still, still on this day four. Yeah. Uh, we're now moving on to day six. Oh, I'm right. Yes, of course. Still like. Not really trying because I can't do a fat lot, but it's still on my mind that I don't want to get to this place with one day's worth of rations yeah. left. Um, I will give uh, them another census check. Uh, Has that cruiser gone? Yes. No, yeah, sure. It was very far off in the distance. Okay. Uh, it was just almost like a visual thing that um, was picked up by the very long range census. Um, it's a pretty good roll. Uh, it's a 14 on dice plus the 4 for the census, plus they get their computers, which I believe is a plus 1 for Calyx. Yeah, plus 1. So that is a 19. Um, you pick up your first sign of something that's not drift travel, debris, playing our bubbles. Can somebody roll me a d20, please? Anyone who doesn't roll that one? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. You can do it. It's a 4. A 4?! You say? Mmm, I do say. <laughs> you say a four? Yes. Okay. I say, you die. <laughs> Ice dragon! <laughs> you begin to make your way out of a debris field. And you see another piece of debris. God knows how many miles away, but you can see it and the sensors can pick it up so it's close enough that you could get to it and it wouldn't like dis display your, uh, dislodge your course or like put any more time on you or anything. There's a ship. Dead. Just oh, no. floating. We don't like these. I'm gonna get on that. Mm -mm. Okay, so there's a there's a ship out there. Um uh there uh there's no power. Um I'm already getting my shit on. <laughs> <laughs> gonna unplug the camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go help Calix perform like a, a sort of life sign check on You can give me a uh, I think that is an actual uh, Uber Majits, you know. Uh, ah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. One of them Uber Majits, you say? <laughs> I haven't seen one of those since the before tax. Uh, I need to bring up the actual ship. And hopefully it'll damn work for me now. Uh, so, because there are actual actions that you can take as crew members. Uh, and where is Dynatech? Industry Shuttle. 4825. 
The SS Joan. <laughs> we travelled back in time. <laughs> she was definitely some sort of badass in her past. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's military sure. Joan. She was also oh, probably also like a space sensey seller. Definitely part of the pyramid scheme. So the system was Mars dust. Avon <laughs> <laughs> representative. Yeah. Oh, Joan. <laughs> well, Dynatech, not Avon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Dynatech probably has like an Avon out brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's okay. definitely some like makeup with chips in it. And yeah. Like fracking lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> For your safety, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> safety. So. Uh, this is usually done during the helm phase of combat, but actually it's a, it's a crew thing you can use anyway. Scan. The DC is set at six to begin with, but then it changes depending on what happens next. So I'll read it out for you. So let me know. You can scan a starship with your sensors to learn information about it. This action requires your starship to have sensors, which you do. Cool. You must attempt a computer check applying any modifiers from the starship sensors, the plus four. Mm-hmm. Um, you can attempt this check untrained. The DC for this check is equal to five plus one and a half times the tier of the ship being scanned. Because good old pilot. Um, <laughs> I think you've lost me. Don't worry, I will set you this, I'll set you the DC in a second. I was reading it out. Um, plus, it's bonuses for any defensive countermeasures. If you succeed at this check, you learn the first unknown piece of information on the following list. For every... Sorry, I just saw the moderators chatting, so I was like, just check in there real quick! <laughs> If you see this, you can learn the personal piece of information the following. Uh, for every five by which you exceed the check, you learn another unknown piece of information. Subsequent checks reveal new pieces of information continuing down the list. So actually, even if you do it once and you fail, you can do it again, and you can do it again, and do it again. So, you can use the scan action. You can also aid each other. This is another Starfinder rule where you can basically make a, it's a flat DC 10 check if you are proficient in the skill, so computers in this case, mm-hmm. and you can stack them. So if you're all like, yeah, we're going to help, and you've got proficiency in computers, you get plus two if they pass, plus two if they pass, plus two if they pass, plus mm-hmm. the fourth of the computer. Okay. So that's well worth doing. Okay. So, would anybody like to aid? Definitely me. What Come. can I aid Absolutely in? will help Does it have to be computer? Yes. Does it stack? Yes. Yes. Um, can I just double check? So on um, our sheets, obviously we've got class skill and trained. Is trained the proficient? If you've got a skill rank in it. Ooh, cool. Yeah, right, cool. How do we, yeah. That's the green. No, the blue. So the skill green. ranks. Uh, green is... Blue. Blue. Blue's trained. Blue is trained. So it has to be blue? Uh, for you to be able to aid, yes. Okay. Then no, I can't. Mm. Oh, Calyx can. Um, oh no, Wait, they can't! It's blue, oh, but it's, it's... Yeah, I've got a green, but the the blue is like hollow. It's not a blue folder. No. Does it have a, do you have like the computers with a number and then a little number next to it? Yeah, the little number yeah. is zero. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you have no skill ranks. So the little number is your skill ranks. So if you put a skill rank in there, mm-hmm. you can then aid. So got you. Then no. No? No. 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 <laughs> so this is a DC 10 check for Calyx. It's an 11 on there, plus a 1 yeah. for You get a plus 2 to this, so you get to roll at your computers, plus 4, okay. plus another 2. You've got okay. this, man. So many so plus, numbers. Okay, alright. 
So that's a six on dice. Six on the dice, so that's an automatic pass. Uh, plus eight for my computers. Plus eight from your computers. Plus 14, plus four from the sensors. Yep. Which is 18. Yep. Plus two uh, because of Calyx. Yep. So that's 20. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so Starfinder is all about finding the modifier. Mm-hmm. So whereas in D&D it's all about the uh, advantage of disadvantage, this is about going, how can I aid one another? How can I give you a plus two? How can I take a plus two? And that's, yeah, and things like the uh, computer's check where it says uh, modifiers plus one plus one, you could also do that in combat. You get an extra plus one if you use the computers, mm-hmm. which is insane. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. With a 20, mm-hmm. it absolutely destroys that check. Um, <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so... Uh, the first bit of basic information uh, would be normally living crew, complement, and ship classification, size, speed, and maneuverability. Mm-hmm. This is a light freighter. Mm-hmm. It is disc-like in shape. Mm-hmm. Crew complement could be anywhere from one to five. There are no life signs. There are no power signs. Defenses is the next piece of information that you would get with the next plus five. AC, total, and current hit points. Total hit points, zero. Total shield points, zero. In all quadrants. And the core PCU value, the power core, is 175, but is dead. Weapons. It has two turrets, one at the top, one at the bottom. They are auto laser cannons. These are usually uh, ones uh, designed to auto-fire by the ship's computer. Uh, and last but not least, load. Information about how the Starship's expansion bays are located and any cargo the ship might be carrying. Mm-hmm. As for cargo, it seems quite bare for freight stuff. Mm. But you can tell it's been modified to be a living space. Mm. So its cargo hold has become a, a, a living space. Oh, it's already oh. been entrance to the ship is one cargo bay door at the back Exit. you can dock mm-hmm. with the ship mm-hmm. and join yours mm-hmm. basically what would be tail to tail creating a vacuum seal that would then you could atmospherically pressurize the inside of that ship mm-hmm. or you could go for a spacewalk if you have any armor whatsoever mm-hmm. it comes with uh, levels worth, so whatever your level is with level one, mm-hmm. 24 hours, one day's worth of atmospheric breathing, mm-hmm. and also environmental protections against things like acid rain or you know the environment for that many days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I leave it up to you what you do here, but Cakes is like, oh, I mean, if they're in danger, surely uh, as uh, dinosaur reps and starfighters, we should help them. Does the ship look like it's been a wreck for some time? <laughs> Why don't you give me a perception check, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what counts as life form? Very good question. Mm. Can you make me a... And I'm going to call this a recall knowledge check because I want to see if you would know this from your backstory slash me just giving you free information. Mm-hmm. But where does that come under? I have the DC over here on the second DM screen, which is here. Recall knowledge is uh, it basically allows you to get information. You have uh, really oh easy questions, gosh. which is really? fine. Oh my god. I'm going to give this an average, which is 15. Uh, was that in that one? one? Yes. <laughs> second, and that one. TJ, Mate. not TJ, uh, Geeky. <laughs> Add it. Add it. Second, that one. Oh my god. Skulk and Shaw. 
Play by Emily. I recall nothing. Take up the crown, that one queen, because you're killing it. <laughs> I temporarily forget who I am. Oh, what I'm doing. You're unsure. Because of what you've been pouring into for so long. I need my dice jail. It's coming And back. you're not used to, I think, starship travel like this, because you've basically, with your backstory, not done that much of it, or been at the helm that much, apart from your own tiny little ship. And it's hard to remember what would show up as a life form or not. You know that certain things do and don't, for sure. But what they are, you're unsure. Yeah, but now can I realize that my brain is not good enough and actually ask the team? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, you can do that if you like put that out loud, yeah. No life forms, but what about dead forms? Or computer forms? Mm. Uh, Everybody can make a recall knowledge check. I did a 27 on perception. 27 was it? Yeah, it's definitely been uh, in a firefight. It's definitely been How a shot. Hard to tell because um, it's the space, space in the dread. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like the armor plating, is it like it's Undead decayed thing. a lot? Or? No, it just it looks like it's taken battle damage. Okay. And unfortunately, in the, uh, the deep, mm. dark depths of space, it's just uh, a blown up ship. Right. 17. 17? Six. <laughs> um, do you add anything to recall knowledge, or is it just? I'm setting the DC for okay. each of you based on uh, the main table, which is like really easy as five, average question is fifteen, or a very difficult question is twenty to thirty. But because of the way you wrote your backstories, mm. I'm very specifically modifying the DCs with a plus two, <laughs> or a minus two, or in one person's case, a minus ten. <laughs> <laughs> I got fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I'm actually going to give another person minus ten as well, who's not here at the table. Roll a nat 20, bro. Oh! Nat 20 for Calyx. <laughs> With a minus 10, bro, for a 10. Oh. Uh, you got a nat 20? Yeah. Hey. Technically, Calyx got a nat 20. But <laughs> <laughs> I fucking rolled it. With the Dragonborn Industry prototype dice that we'll be using all season. Ooh. Did I tell you guys about this? Treasure? Um, I'm going to give this away at the end of the campaign. Oh. I'm going to roll it all campaign, and then I'm going to join the last That's cool. ever session. I'm going to do a giveaway for it. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, so that it's got some history nice. behind oh. the stream. Um, oh, and you can have our grubby hands all over it. Yeah. <laughs> I and might and polish hair. it before I send it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. But yeah, it depends uh, how people feel. <laughs> Who would like some DNA? Da-da-da! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who rolled 15 and up, um, yes, sensors definitely pick up different life forms. And you said something that adjusted the DC for everyone. Mm. Undead. It does not pick up undead. Mm. You know full well mm. that there is a planet within the Pact world called Eox. This is an undead planet of undead people that are part of the system and part of the Pact. They are, a, you know, a, 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 they're not a life, but they are a life form, but they're not alive. They're an unalive form. And mm. um, they don't show up on scanners. They are quite literally, um, yeah, undead. Doesn't show up. Would androids come up on that? They would. Okay. Oh, okay. But realistically, undead don't need to eat food. Mm. So if there was food on that ship and there were undead, there would still be food. We're about to become pirates. That's. Uh, it's not a bad shout. Is mm. there a way of? trying to ping a comm over to this ship or anything? Yeah, and as a captain, you have the comm. Um, you can, you know, flick it on. Uh, the scan would reveal there's no atmosphere inside, but okay. yeah, it's worth a go. I would, yeah, I'll flick it up and be like... Wasn't it dead, though? There's no power, right? I mean, it's worth mm. putting out a little... Maze. Is, it, is it worth putting out a hail, just in case? Do we think... Uh, do we think we've been stealthy up until this point? Probably not. I mean, we're in line of we sight, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, oh. 
Maybe maybe ask if they need mm. aid. Yes. Yeah. Would I know if we sent a comm out from the ship mm. if that went on to personal computer devices? Mm. Usually it's ship to ship. Okay. Oh. You think Star Trek when you, it comes up and it's yeah. like, boop, yeah. boop, and then like a big screen comes up and okay. you can hail them that way. I'm um, obviously all for stealth, but at the same time, I suppose if there's people alive, we shouldn't rob them. Mm. Also no. know what we're getting into. Because yeah. if we don't get a hail back, yeah. we've got a more a chance of maybe getting some intel as to what we're going into. Yeah. But we're going in... Realistically, on a mission, we're going in for food. Now, if there are survivors and no food, we will have less food. Mm. We've also got a publicity opportunity. But then as Starfinders, we've got the right to help. Mm. We have the right not to. <laughs> <laughs> We've got shit to do. But We won't be there for long. I mean... Uh, no, we can always put a... I'm going to cover my kind of camera and just talk about... What we can always do is just put out a put out a hail. Mm. If someone replies, we can be like, "Oh, we're going through a space tunnel. Oh, they're breaking up," and then we can just skidoodle. <laughs> Crossing up a bag. You're on video. Uh... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Click. I'm up for sending out a com, uh, but yeah. Well, thank you for asking, because I have just realised you're the captain and you can do what the fuck you want. <laughs> captain, captain doesn't necessarily mean they own the ship. Mm. It could be your ship, but they're better suited to a, a more charisma role. Mm. So actually, you know, uh, don't think of it like, guys, like we guys, do with guys, guys. Let's <laughs> think in my world again. Yeah. 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 Captain yeah. should have more authority mm -hmm. than Listen, here at Dynatech, we're one big family, you know? Mm. If, if you guys have got sure. things you want to come to me with, uh, my door is always open, you know? Uh, with Wellness Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his office hours pinned to a curtain. Could you maybe take a laptop with you when you go boarding that ship, just in case I need you for work? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put your emails on your compad, though. Like, we don't do that. That's not the culture. Except me. I'm allowed to. Just, just check in every now and then. Also, um, go to the bathroom on your breaks. <laughs> I'll put the comms. Um, okay. Uh, do, is there any identification? Actually, before I start, is there any identification on this ship as to its like name or anything? You know what's a great time to bring out a different book, and I think yeah. that's actually a very good oh, question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for core rules? Or? No, I'm looking for this one. Oh. Roll and play oh. press. Oh. Not sponsored, but if you do want to roll and play press, you are really cool guys, and I do actually enjoy meeting you. You're really cool. Um, is it Valerian? <laughs> That's why I'm getting this out, so it's not Barry! <laughs> so it's not Barry the ship! <laughs> Barry the big ship! <laughs> Barry the small ship! <laughs> Barry the brother! I'm <laughs> <laughs> just ripping it down for a DM skill when I have to come up with names. Oh. You're shit at this! <laughs> You're not. So, uh, let's have a quick look through. <laughs> Let's play. Name that ship. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So now I need to go through the like the entire thing and be like, uh, uh, where have the ship names been? Uh, shall we? Shall we? Ships and vessels. There we go. Uh, can you roll me a d20, please? Oh, I was just about to. Prematurely. Oh wait, this no, is the one I fell out with. It was right at the start of the book, by the way. Right there, and I could oh, have wait, used the. Oh wait, this one doesn't matter. So now it'll be a twenty. It is. Oh, that's twenty. Actually, is for the stats wasted. <laughs> On a useless roll. Oh. oh. Oh my god. Do you have a jail? Oh wow. Do you want to know what the name of the ship is? Of course. It is. Yes. It's the yes. name, isn't it? It's the Opal Gem. Oh. The Opal, Opal Gem. Gem. Opal Gem. That screams treasure. Does, doesn't it? <laughs> 
I don't saying. think it changes what's on the ship. <laughs> you never know. I think it should. Uh, flip the cogs. Flipping the cogs. Already uh, been with an Opal gem. Opal gem. This is the SS Joan. We all salute. Well, you're breaking outside of company protocol there. I'm, I'm actually protecting our interests just in case they are. Yeah, no, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, You crack on. I'm just going to write this it This is the SS Joan. Uh, we've uh, we've done a scan of your vessel and noted there seem to be no life signs. Uh, if you are in distress, please, please do let us know and we can uh, maybe lend a helping hand. This is the SS Joan. Over and out. Is anyone getting their gear on? Yeah. Get, is there any ready to get out there? Straight the tie. I think I've just slipped on my last little piece, just kind of. Any any <laughs> response? No response. <laughs> As it just in the view screen, just just turns. Right. Let's show we. Uh, How would you? Ask to ask. Ask to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the ships? <laughs> <laughs> Set up a battle map. <gasps> oh, oh no! Battle maps don't mean battles. So Jack perfectly knows as well yeah. from me. Battle maps, when it comes to my campaigns, don't always mean battles. Mm -hmm. But I would like to give you guys a more immersive experience for this particular Ooh. thing. So guys who are watching on Twitch, um, we're going to take a break. If you're on YouTube, I'll just cut the video, and we'll be back in a second. Um, yeah, podcast listeners, uh, thank you so much. We'll be back in a moment for uh, part two. We're going to take a five ten minute break. Uh, we will see you on the other side. Oh, see you soon. Big thank you to Warrior Prints 3D for supporting the show. Warrior Prints 3D are your one-stop shop for any of your 3D printing needs. Tabletop miniatures, terrain, to cosplay, and anything else you can really think of, to be honest. Warrior Prints 3D are offering a 10% discount if you use exclusive code to the stars. That is to the stars, all one word in their Etsy store. And hey, if there's something you can't find on the Etsy store, message them directly through Instagram at Warrior Prints 3D. And again, thank you for supporting the show. We're back. We've had a break. We've got some tea. Hello. <laughs> it's an eyebrow. Hello. The, uh, the way you just said hello, I've had hello. I'm slow Peter. <laughs> Stuck in my head for like two days from Bob Mortimer on Taskmaster, and it's like that you just said that. And I was like, I'm uh. slow Peter, <laughs> and uh, nobody would have understood that unless you've watched Taskmaster, which nobody's clearly watched that. Um, it's such I a niche have, and I show. Still don't know what you mean? Why don't you remember every line that's ever been said on TV, like Alex and I did? Get <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, closer. <laughs> but we're back. Uh, welcome back to part two. Uh, anybody on YouTube, podcast listeners, but here on Twitch especially, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, there's been some lovely comments in chat. There's been some lovely comments in chat as things break down here at the table. Give me a biscuit! This is what 
what I wanted. <laughs> the first oh. person to break and just start giggle fitting all over the place. And it was Emily, the one person who was so scared of it. <laughs> oh dear. Well, anyway. <laughs> the party! Having explored the drift now for five whole days, and on day six, have come across an anomaly. A derelict ship floats lifeless in place on their journey. That's what we do. <laughs> the SS Joan. R.I.P. R.I.P. Decides to dock, but to buck. Tails and tails. So that they can explore in the hopes to find rations, as they were given two weeks' worth of rations, but Skeleton Shaw seems to think this probably isn't enough since they now have 13 days of drift travel to do. This, and I'm going to flip to another map, so that you can all see at home the SS Joan, or Dynatech Industry Shuttle 4825, is actually called, and the docked ship. Right there. Ask and what I might ask. do is yeah. I'm going to bring it forward a little bit so that I can get the camera more of it so that we can <laughs> see the minis inside. Because we've got all of our character minis here printed Yay. by the amazing A Warrior Prince 3D. Ooh. It works you can get with code to the stars. Our Starfire promo code is a permanent 10% discount. There we go. That is a you sexy looking dock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you dock. In the sexiest of ways. <laughs> <laughs> we call this the butt scissor. <laughs> You're like twisting. And they were roommates. <laughs> I, I did hear a good joke the other day. It was like, um, oh, did you know when you like you you, you stop something and then you question it? No, 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 I think it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Maybe you started now. Yeah, exactly that. It's like um, <laughs> trying to push it. Goodbye. <laughs> What's worse than running with scissors? Um. With Scissoring with the runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> and we cancelled. I think that was clean enough. That's fine. Yeah. That was clean wow. enough. Yeah. Let's keep doing that. Mom, what's scissoring? That's real the moment. They've decided to dock and board in the search for a survivor, rations. gear, rations, maybe information on what's, why this ship has been left floating in the drift. I'm gonna open. Oh yeah. Open. Your ship. <laughs> Don't look. It's topless. I'm also gonna take the windscreen off. Oh. Daddy. Um, personally, I think that Skeleton Shaw probably would have. <laughs> Okay, we have a daddy at the table. Right, okay. Although, not Rough the first time. <laughs> no, Jack called me daddy the other week. <laughs> but I daddied our friend. That was an old stream, come on. <laughs> Don't call him out like that. <laughs> we got to do with others. So, I'm going to put Vorag and uh, Kaz in the back. Mm. Actually, no, you were making scam checks, weren't you? So I'm going to put you in the uh, That's true, yeah. in that one yeah. there with everybody else. But Vorag, your um, turret would have been yeah. up here. So I'm going to leave it like that for the moment, and it's just to give you a visual of what your ship looks like. Mm. A lot smaller than I have in my head. It's so, so little, small. you can't. <laughs> it's so small that they are in the cockpit. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, I mean, like, just there's, the above There's that other mini, is just there. Mm, okay. <laughs> but if not, they should come up during the break and when we're in the RP map. We're gonna take this like a loose dungeon crawl. Loose dungeon Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do like a loose dungeon crawl. So I'm not gonna have you roll initiative, but I'd like you to either tell me where you'd like your minis move to and what you're doing, what actions you're doing, maybe. And we'll just maybe we'll just go from there. Okay. I hand over to you. I think we'll just reiterate on camera that Calix is staying behind as the getaway driver. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Calix is mm. like, yeah, okay, I'll stay here and I'll keep the engines going so if we need to get away. But understand, we will have to, I think, um, uh, unclamp ourselves from the other ship if we do need to get away or else we're just dragging it with us. Do you know how to do that once we're on board? Okay, I'm going to do that open. <laughs> it's a 16. Okay. Plus piloting, which I'm pretty sure they've got something in piloting. Mm. Plus two. Okay, let's get two. Okay, let's fly. Yeah, I think okay. I've got this, and then like, just like morphs into your chair. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Calix. <laughs> this is exciting. I know you. Well, we have a getaway vehicle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Getaway driver. Uh, I think Kaz will probably. Just get ready, get his armaments ready, and be on point. Ready for when? Are you getting when? weapons out? I will have my pistol. I can out. just see this at the other side of the table. The soldiers are fucking right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just be ready for when the door opens. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just ready to go. So SWAT team start. Okay. You know, you would know that your back ramp and their back ramp okay. have docked, and there's been like this, like kind of like hermetically sealed that's come out between them. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I don't physically have that, mm -hmm. but... Um, so we are pressurised now. You are pressurising currently. Bless, Bless you. you. Pressurised! <laughs> <laughs> you can click some buttons in there. Like, <laughs> and you feel the ramps come together. But obviously, you do have to open your door to go through, mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if no-one's making a move, I will strongly walk through, draw my pistol, and get going. Awesome. My plasma claw. To be Ooh. precise. Ooh. Awesome. So I'm going to put Vorag, Skelkin, and Kaz then mm -hmm. by the door, and I'll leave TJ Speakerson just behind. Yeah, with camera in hand. Camera in hand. Yep. Right. Okay, it's logging the whole side of the face. <laughs> so bear in mind. Well, guys. Bear in mind if that's the already. If that's in place in your hands. Mm -hmm. You can't have a you weapon. Don't have a weapon. Yeah. Exactly that. It's, it's fine. It's okay. That's cool. Yeah, as long as you're logging it, that's absolutely yeah. fine. You crack on. I've, I've put a torch onto like, the side of the rail, so I've got something in case nice. there's yeah. no power we can actually see. Something mm. worth pointing out, most of your gear, especially like your data pads, has things like torches on them and stuff yeah. like that. So you have like a basic gear, because there is a sci-fi tech magic yeah. element to it. Mm -hmm. But yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have light. Mm -hmm. Anybody else getting ready, or are you just hitting the door and going through Skulkin? Yeah, I'll probably do a cursory check to make sure everyone has got their shit together. I'll give you a cursory nod. Pistol, draw. Let's go Camera. <laughs> <laughs> you open. And there's a smell of um... shit. Last, last, No, it's just old and musty. <laughs> It's the classic ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe it as open buttholes? <laughs> no, 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 rotten. Rotten buttholes, okay. That's somehow better than open buttholes. <laughs> Straight down the gate train, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you agape the door and... <laughs> I was fully prepared to leave, you just go in, but the, you had to say that. <laughs> this wind travels down. <laughs> The door opens. It smells old and musty. Um, mm. Do you just want to start heading in? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you move to their ramp? Yeah, I'm mm. keeping close. So what would the order of March be? You yeah. said you were keeping close first, so I'm going to put you right okay. behind. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go before TJ. Yeah. I'll bring up the rear. Three <laughs> up close photo of my butt. It's because that's my eye level. <laughs> I guess general stealth wouldn't really matter because we've already announced ourselves, but mm. me as a person will try and do it naturally anyway. Yeah, give me a stealth check. Don't fail me. Um. Oh, oh it's another one on my oh new my dad. God. No way! Is that three nat ones this session? Yeah. Another Emily nat one, please. Nate, what that is, is insane? You just fall over. I think what would happen here is you don't necessarily fall over, but as you're moving through, what you you're so focused on like looking around, and what you're starting to see is give me a perception check, um, just so I can give you a certain amount. Should we have a, a bigger one so <laughs> it can fail bigger? Fail bigger, go home, you know. Like 20 unnatural. 20 unnatural. Having pressurized and only really using your ship brought gravity into this ship essentially. Um, otherwise, it would be zero G. And what you hear is um, just the missing sound. The ex- it's, if I can describe it with an oxymoron, for the extra loud silence, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Vacuum. Yeah, and it's almost like. Um, the hull wasn't breached, so it is pressurized, and you can breathe, mm. but it's eerily quiet. You can smell the oldness to it. It's cold. There's rime up most of the consoles and across everything. And as you're looking around, you slip a little bit, and there's like an arching overhang to this cargo bay door, and you ping, and it just ping out through the ship. What you see in front of you is probably about a 10 foot long corridor and then it seems to veer off both left and right at the other side but you do see what seems to be um, the outside of what must be the power core in the center of the ship ahead of you okay Hmm. with my knowledge of ships best guess at where food might be stored based on the only thing that i can see yeah, uh, I mean, to be honest, looking at the ship, you know it's a ring, and you know from your scan that it is the cargo hold, which would be the entire ring, has been turned into a living space. Mm-hmm. So chances are it's just one room. Lying around. Yeah, and so it's probably going to be in a cupboard, or it's going to be uh, in a specific unit. It's probably not going to be too hard to find, provided you can search. Actually, yeah, it's not like a, a big capital vessel where you're like, this thing's five miles mm-hmm. long, and it's going to take us four days to search this. So, yeah. Okay, well, um, I guess if it's a ring, we've got to pick left or right. So I'm going to go right cool. and look out for cupboards, anything that I can look in. So what I'll reveal it to about here. Mm-hmm. And what you see... Oh, just let me have 
is as you move around, the left side corridor is dead. It's dead end. Um, there are like there is a bunk in it. As if like if you turn left and on that back wall, there's a really small it's human size, like average medium-sized creature size, but it's lithe, really lithe. Um, the bed sheets themselves, again, completely covered in rhyme, so they've solidified in the vacuum of space, but they are a mess, as if somebody had got up in a hurry. Um, as you begin to turn around to the right, uh, you start moving into uh, what is an open ring. So you imagine that the essentially a donut around the power core has been bisected at one side so that you can only go round one way. You start moving into what appears to be like a workstation, a tooling station, maybe like a tech bench or something. Uh, there is definitely still like, just like your shuttle, like power uh, cores and the engines are at the back of the ship, but the central computer power core is in the center. And yeah. Um, okay. As I'm quite close to Skelkin. Yeah, you would be. Um, you would start moving you guys forward. Yeah. I think if I see that tech bench, I'm probably gonna have a little brief kind of look at it. To see if there's anything being worked on. <laughs> yeah. Um, just any like projects in the in the making, anything on there. See if you know any signs of something. Okay. I bring you around to there. In fact, what I might do. I've got a black piece of paper around here somewhere. That will probably work better than the actual lid of the ship. Shut. Shut. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to spend too long fussing over something there. Uh, so you can, yeah. Okay. Skelkin, as you move into here, and Kaz over there, and yeah. Borag behind, yeah. and also um, TJ just there. You begin to see a screen, the workbench. On the other side seems to be like a living area with like a small chair that looks out of a view screen uh, that just looks into space. Uh, it's a glass one, so it's not a force field one, so that's why you've been able to pressurise in here. Um, you would imagine that's probably where food is. The workbench. Give me a, a perception check to begin with. Okay. Borg, are you looking for anything? Squeaks, are you looking for anything? Yeah, I think I, I want to have a, a sneaky peek at the bunk. Okay, perception check, please. So 27 on perception. 27. Ooh. Perception, for looking for food? I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> Come on, you can do this. Hey. 24. 24. 18. And what was it you were looking for again? Um, just have a sneaky peek in the bunk okay. to see if there's anything. Nice. I just stops. kind of keep an eye out for any form of movement or perception check, please. Nice. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> perception. Five. Oh, mate. Oh. What's clear, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use this before I know the outcome. Okay, you can spend that now if you want to. Yeah, Hand it over. But what if it's not good? <laughs> then I'll know. Well, we know. Ignorance is bliss. Ooh. Uh, maths. Uh, perception. <laughs> which I just saw. Uh, 16. As you come around the corner mm -hmm. and you see the guy starting to move off into these areas. And I'm going to put Skelkin over here because she said she was going into this area here. I also have my gun up. Sort of using the flashlight. Yeah, I'm going to put you yep. near Skelkin. Yep. And put Kaz over here. TJ, where would you be? You look at the bunk. I'm looking at the bunk. Which is over here in this corner here. <laughs> we'll go with what you. We'll go with what you've got first. You're just filming everything. 
looks like Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, with everything that's been around me, have you ever seen like Alien when like everything's there and yeah. you're like going in and it's like this really horrible space kind of cold yeah. and emptiness? Mm. It, it's just like that. And whatever creature lay here in bed, lay here no longer. Okay. A few. <laughs> the bed was ejected in a hurry mm. and what would they have? What would they have? Because they wouldn't have got out... Well, they wouldn't have got, had time to get into their armour. Oh. No. Oh. Massacred. A clue? Ooh. I will probably... Because this is obviously a rando encounter. Yeah. I will find the right one, but it will be like a level one set of armour. Cool. Uh, it will be light armour. I know that much. Uh, and I'll work out which one it is. Will it fit TJ? <laughs> <laughs> no, because this is for a medium-sized creature. Medium so somebody of... Human, elf, um, you know, uh, somebody. Into the tiny briefcase. In <laughs> stuff it in. Yeah, stuff it in there. Skelkin, yeah. You start opening cupboards, and this this ship is stocked. <clears throat> there are thirty, forty days worth of rations for Ooh. one person. Mm. There are batteries old really old still usable yeah but i mean like you haven't seen ones like this for a while mm. too unpowered the power core's dead and you're having to open everything individually you probably find a blade of some kind probably like a small short sword and i will work out what that is when we get to the end of this one just on the floor next to the chair kaz mm -hmm. on the bench it's not put together yet Somebody's been working on it. There is a plasma rifle. Mm. I believe it's the red star, which is the lowest one um, in terms of level. But it's a long arm. Okay. And does it seem to be in like working condition? Yeah, it's back together. Somebody was fixing it up, or okay. you know, was in the process before they ever went to bed, or before okay. something happened that left this ship afloat. <laughs> Just That's to clarify, the chances of this ship being the ship is very slim, correct? Uh, it's not the ship. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know that you're looking for the Zephyr Horizon, mm -hmm. which is a beta-class scout vessel, uh, so it's a larger uh, designed ship. This is a small freighter. So they've mm. sent us out on a smaller ship than the last time. Yes, but it's only because the crew is supposedly alive. They don't think they're dead or anything. It's a case of like but this their is... ship might be. They might be stranded, so we possibly would have to bring double the amount of people back on this ship. Why didn't we question these things? Hindsight's a wonderful thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty, it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they want us to come back, y'all. Okay. Dynatech doesn't care. You shut your head. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the armor, rations, a rifle, mm -hmm. maybe a, a laser pistol as well. Pew pew. <laughs> Probably an azimuth laser pistol. Mm -hmm. And then you see it. Oh yeah, I'm oh, supposed oh, to have one. Of them. No. <laughs> the DM smiling. I don't no. like it. <laughs> It's Can I unroll that rolls? <laughs> almost like the stillness stirs. <laughs> <sighs> As 
from the cockpit. Ah! This open arched cockpit just here. A being just almost stands up from the chair that they clearly died in. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. And begins to move towards you. At least it doesn't have armor or weapons. Can you roll initiative for me, please? Ooh. <laughs> what you oh, mate. <laughs> We've got another natural one, guys. Oh, oh. Do, do, do. Oh, oh, that one. me. Vorag with a nat one. <laughs> Dave. Is that his own sleep? Oh no. What is it? She won. So, I'm going to bring up my initiative tracker just here. So, uh, 25 to 30. Nope. Uh, 20 to 25. Wait, wait, wait. Maths. No. 20 to 25. Nope. Oh dear, oh dear. What do you mean, oh dear? 15 to 20. Three of you, okay. Sure. Nineteen. Nineteen. Sames. Sames. Okay, you can choose who's going first, or you can dex mod it. What's that mean? Who's got the highest dex mod? Dexterity modifier. I don't know. I have plus two. I have plus one. What's that? If you're quick. Name scroll down a bit. You got plus two as well. I don't want to do that. <laughs> do you want to go first? Yeah. Well, what would first, you say? second, then. You go f- first, I'll go second, and then TJ. Yeah. Considering I'm at the, the, the front. <laughs> By choice. <laughs> Realistically, yeah. where I am placed. That's well, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I'm up. Scout can cast TJ Speakerson, just so I've got it. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled in that one. For a total of. That's not bad though. (laughs) It's a shame that this thing's going first, but it's not bad. (laughs) You had a malfunction or something. In the brain. (laughs) (laughs) This thing moves unnaturally. Perfect. The reason you now think that there were no life signs is because it was undead and your entrance onto the ship has disturbed whatever its preservation is. It stands up with this jerky top half, just kind of like it. It's almost like it sh- shudders, and it looks like it phases out of the plane almost, and then back in. Oh, God. It glows ever so slightly. Can you all make a? And I think Balls. this is a mysticism check. I'm pretty sure it is. Real, I say. No, it was oh. so nearly a 20. <laughs> and then it really wasn't. That is a 12. For me. 12. Oh, no, Gravity, don't do that to me. <laughs> Mr. System 12. Uh, maths. Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. 15. Three! Skelkin and Borag. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a little bit pixelated, but we'll go in like that. Until we get a better camera. The undead are a commonplace sight in the pack laws because of the Eox and the Eoxians and the undead that are there. But sometimes, instead of going through a ritual to keep yourself undead after your death, some people die in the drift. And when they die, when they travel in the drift, they can become drift dead or void zombies. 
Drift dead, especially for you with the 18 and with a secret modifier because of your backstory, mm -hmm. are usually incorporeal creatures. That's when they're on the material plane. Cool. Here, mm. they are fully corporeal. We're going to start the round with the drift death. Oh, no. Now with an atmosphere in here, you can hear it. It's not even like it's raspy breath. It is just a lust to kill something else, to bring it to the undead. Um, they are going to move a hell of a long. They fly unnaturally. This top half still juddering, but the bottom half, almost like it trails away into like an ethereal ghost-like form. They can go 60 feet if they're flying. That's not necessary, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just go round it. and round in circles. Borag. They make it straight to you. The first person that they can make it into contact oh. with. They are going to... You watch as... The hand just reaches out to you and just goes to, like, tear at you in this, like, animalistic way. They are going to make a claw attack against you. Sure. There's my big dice. I'm going to do it out here, too. <gasps> does a 19 hit? It does. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh... Is that KAC or...? I have only just said something mm -hmm. that I should have used. Yeah? Um, <laughs> once per day, as long as an ally is within 10 feet, a dummy can roll, re-roll a failed attack roll or a saving throw. Does that mean that I can re-roll an ally's failed roll? If it says that you can, uh, an ally that you can see... It says as long as an ally is within 10 feet... They or you can roll. A Damai can re-roll a failed attack roll. So you, so yeah. you, or if it was another Damai. So if James was a Damai, he would be able to. But in your case, you are within friends, you are a Damai, therefore you can. Why would it mention an ally if it... Because you might have an ally that is a Damai as well. Okay. There could be two of you of the same race, like two elves or two dwarves, stuff like that. Nine points of slashing damage Ow. as his hand rakes across you. That um, comes off my SP? Too. That comes off your stamina points first. So it's like it rakes your arm and you're like... Um, should I should have picked to that point because we've had five days in space. Uh, you could have taken a the couple of long rests. Should have been. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay. You could have okay, uh, reset cool. those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do call me on that one. Say you know, have we had a long rest and stuff? That's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, then, <sighs> can they do anything else? No. <laughs> well, you say I that. Give up uh, and leave. <laughs> <laughs> they will stay there and do that. Next up, Skelk and Shaw. You turn around and it's, oh, just drifts across, juddering like a horrible jellyfish that's been taken out of the water. Swipes at Borag. It's like oh, almost like glitching in the planar space. What would you like to do? I'd love to stay calm and cool and say something like, it's not like we didn't expect this. And I'm just going to go for a straight up shot. Straight up shot? Absolutely. They're going to definitely be within uh, 15 feet, I believe. So that's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah, smash it. Which pistol? I got out the plasma claw. Okay. That deals F damage, yeah, fire damage. ENF. ENF, so that is uh, electric and fire damage that's split evenly between them. This is against like EAC. <laughs> roll it up. 21st. To hit. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always roll to hit. Plus two, 12. Plus two, 
12. Misses. So it's like, as it's kind of like glitching and juddering this undead, it kind of like goes past. Would you like to move? Um. Have I successfully got me rations? Not at the moment. <laughs> In that case. If it can move 60 foot, I can't get far enough away, so no. You're gonna stay where you are? I'm a bit trapped. Um, it's claustrophobic in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Cool. Uh, next up then, Kaz. You are up. Oh, sorry, do you? Do anything else, can I? Uh, I've already used an action, so I can't ready another action. No, no. If you're going to take something like a full action, you, you basically train everything to do like shoot twice, but you take penalties to it. But um, yeah, you can't do that now because you've already no, made a roll. I didn't take a penalty. Okay. Um, is it too tight for me to try and make my way through here uh, and over the chair? Ooh. Yeah, I think that you could probably just squeeze through here and over. Yeah. I'd say you need to give me an athletics check, though, if yeah. you're going to try and go over the chair. Okay. Um, that's my only path through, so I think I'm going to try it. Um, while I'm moving, I'm going to say, TJ, we've got company. <laughs> if you'd like to know, if you finish vlogging... <laughs> like and subscribe. Nat 20. Nat 20 makes it through. Yay. However, I would say that this is a threatened square. Okay, um, but I, I want to end up sort of behind. So that's fine. Yeah. I'd say you move through a threatened square, so I am going to give it an attack of opportunity as you kind of like run through it, just like spins around in this glitch like Is it manner. An attack of opportunity when I enter. Uh, no, when you leave? pass through a threatened square. Okay. So even if you were to stay in its melee range and move around, you are passing through a threatened square. So okay. probably other differences for Starfinder than it is to uh, so 17 plus 10 for a 27. That's going to hit. Okay. Seven points of slashing damage as it just rakes across you. But you are free to perform an action. Okay. Um. Hang on a minute. Oh, I forgot something. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Can everybody make me a will saving throw, please? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm not sure I'm keen on this either. No, no. Uh, what is this? Where are Where you? Where is Will? 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 It is next to Fortitude and Reflex on saving throws. Where's saving oh, throws? Oh, oh, there we oh, go. Quit your ability scores. Screeching, you're say just that. within 30 feet as well. You say Will, yeah? Yeah, Will saving throw from oh, everyone. 13. 13. Pass. Six. Fail. 13. Pass. 18. Pass. Skelkin, you're confused for one uh, for two rounds. That's perfect. Uh, I will say that it goes into effect after your go because it should have happened as soon as this thing arose. What does that mean? Confused is a status within the Starfinder. <laughs> is it a malady? Uh, yes, it's under conditions. In which case, I counter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have to make my trap card. Objection. <laughs> <laughs> my feet of great fortitude. I gain a... Oh, that's not enough. 
But that's not even right. It's only fortitude saving throws. You useless bastard! You are mentally befuddled and can't act normally. You can't tell difference between ally and foe, and thus you treat all creatures as enemies. Even your closest friends and family, if applicable. That's fine, because I miss all the time. We are not done. <laughs> Any ally who wishes to cast a beneficial spell on you with a range of touch must succeed at an attack roll against your energy armor class, because you're trying to defend yourself, essentially. If you're attacked while you're confused, you always attack the creature that last attacks you uh, until the creature is dead or out of sight, uh, unless it's otherwise impossible for you to do so. Uh... So if it attacks me, I'm fine, because I can just attack it back. Yes, but if you are not devoted to attacking a target, roll on the following table, and that's a d100. So right now, you are in combat and there are a lot of people around, so you will be dedicated to just attacking the closest person to you. It'll be a full action to do so, so it's minus four penalty to just fucking you, mate. launch out. But only you failed that. Uh, two rounds, and then you'll be everybody else is immune for 24 hours. Awesome. Cool. Um, cool. Um, I will take a shot with my pistol. Yeah, and there's no penalty. There's no penalty because I got that wrong last time, okay. so you can straight up there. It's already taken an attack of opportunity, so it doesn't get another one of those until its next go. Cool. Am I considered flanking it? You are well? considered flanking being in the opposite square to them, so you get a plus two to the bonus. Uh, that's a 23, including that plus two. EAC or KAC? KAC. Hit. Okay. That's a, a full six piercing damage. Six piercing damage. Take that, you corporeal fuck. <laughs> um, in all fairness, yeah. it doesn't get to uh, halve that or anything because it is corporeal in this realm. Mm. Therefore, it takes the full six points of piercing damage as you... I will do nothing else. That is the end of my turn. Okay, anything else from yourself? No? Nope. So, TJ Squeakerson, you hear <laughs> the sound of gunfire go off around. Kate's like, what? what's going on back there? <laughs> oh, trouble up mill. Um, <laughs> trouble up mill, lad! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run uh, around, the around the corner to kind of get some kind of view and see if I can see what's, what's going on. <laughs> what's what? <laughs> what's going on here, then? Yeah, so uh, with 30 foot of movement, I mean, you can easily get to pretty much, it would be, so, 5, 10, 15, 20, which would be pretty much around there, and then another, you've got another 10 foot of movement, yeah. is it okay? So yeah. you're just about there. You can get to behind Vorag. It would give this Drift Dead some cover. Mm -hmm. They'd probably get a plus two to their AC if you were to take a shot at them, but you can see them. Okay. Um, is it like an action to switch out with stuff you're holding? For you it is, yes. Your basic fine. attack bonus is uh, not a plus one, so... No worries. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of set the camera down on a place where I'm still catching the action, and then I'm going to reach into my cheeks. Yeah! <laughs> oh, and I'm going to pull out a laser pistol just to get ready. I'm going to double check Love if that's it. a swift action or if that is a standard action because that's quite important to whether or not you get something like Gedim or something like yeah. that. Uh, I think Gedim's move, isn't it? It's draw or shoot the weapon is a move action. Yeah. So you could trade your action action for that, and that'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, so you'd move, and then move again to pull it out. Yeah. 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 Um, but then, if you've got anything else for a swift action? Uh, I don't believe I do. I think everything I have is just full action or move at the moment. So. Perfect. Um, yeah, Squeakson comes around the corner, and that's that. Calyx is like, do you need me in there, or should I stay here? Stay where you are. I think we got it under control. Okay. I think. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Drift dead. 
How long Ooh. would it take to decouple? You'd have to make a uh, computer or engineering check or piloting check. Five I think years. <laughs> Can I make an engineering check? Um, whilst I'm confused. Not while you're confused, no. <laughs> uh, so, it is going to... Ooh, this could be quite fun. Oh, could it? <laughs> oh, dear. Enjoy. <laughs> You're within 30 feet, aren't you, Skelkin and? Fun or fatal? Oh, I think we all are. No. Is it going to spontaneously blow up? Pew! <laughs> it reaches out, seeing you run around the corner, and just <laughs> almost grabs the air. But I'm so small! And a tear in the fabric of the drift Why not? shows the material plane, and just like bits of the drift that are pulled away. That's cheating. These things are able to pull part of the material that's in the drift from them. It makes a ranged attack against you, so anybody with attacks of opportunity oh. can make those. Yeah. <laughs> I think I will. Well, can I? Who I'm pretty much you. The guys who are next to them. Cool. Because uh, they're in threatened square, basically. Same as d and I'm feeling very threatened right now. Yeah. What do you mean, anyone with an attack? Another nat 20. Nat 20! Yeah? yeah? Well, that sounds like a crit to me. Oh, yeah. You're gonna to wanna to roll some damage crit, now. Crit, crit, crit. <laughs> crit, crit. Uh, so maximum dice is six. Yeah. Plus the four on the dice I just rolled. So it's ten piercing damage. Woo! Perfect. And uh, do you get a strength modifier for that? Being your um, um, sword? I'm using pistol. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't have the sword fine. out right now. So. It has to be a melee weapon. Oh, does it? Yes. Okay. Unless you've got a feat that allows you to use it with a ranged weapon. Mm, no, I have to. Um, you can unarmed strike them. I'll do that. Yeah? Yeah. Can I say I have a nat 20 on the arm strike? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, that should be on your actions list for an arm strike. Action. Are you making an arm strike? Yeah. Go for it. I got a 20. Nat 20? No, no. Right, oh, okay. Uh, 30. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty 20. <laughs> Hits. Dirty <Cool>. little 20. <laughs> uh, four. Oh, Tito. <laughs> you go to hit it, strike. this, like, the claws turn black. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't cheat. Almost like the shadow mm -hmm. lurks on your hand. But as you like bring it up to strike, you don't need it. It senses it mm -hmm. and it just retracts. But you still make the strike mm -hmm. and you still hit and you deal damage. I'm trying to find. I'm, I'm under actions. I can't find the unarmed attack thing. Okay, let's have a look at what Calyx's um. is. Calyx's is a. I've got Calyx's one in front of me. Calyx. Um. It's because it's just the first one in front of me. Uh, and they've got it on their weapons. Uh, <laughs> they get a 1d3 plus uh, their um, strength modifier. Right. So 1d3 is a max of three. Okay. Then. Um, Shall I roll a d6 and half it? Uh, roll a d4, and if you roll a four, roll again. Okay. So three. Three. So that's six points of bludgeoning damage plus your modifier. Oh, uh, which is. Zero. So. Six points of damage. Six. Still something. Something undead. Damage. Does that mean the slime? Uh, four. Four points of slashing damage, I believe. Yes. Okay. But it reaches out. And it just seems to, like, pull the dimension in towards you. As it makes a ranged claw attack against you. It's not cocked. It's a six plus ten against your KAC. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it. Oh, no, sorry. Plus seven. That's oh, oh, that's so much better! Does it hit? <laughs> um, <laughs> 13. What? 13 against it your... 7 instead of 10. Mm. 
Oh, my EAC. KAC is 13. Your EAC? My EAC is 12. Oh, oh even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you tried. <laughs> you failed, you tried. Oh, I mean, you perfectly little. framed your death. <laughs> the SSTJ. They'll <laughs> <laughs> just keep changing Three points of slashing damage. Okay. Okay. Does that come off stamina? Yes. Stamina yeah. first. Stamina first. Let me know when you're at stamina. Stamina, stamina, right. stamina. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Skelkin Shaw. You got confused. Can you roll me a D100, please? Boy, oh, no. You can, you can also ask these hat people. There are people around. So we, we're not even going to roll it because yeah. you can see people and Borag is closest. Can you make two attack rolls with minus four to them against uh, Borag, please? I just don't get this. What are rolling? Uh, you're attacking with the weapon that you have out. Use my brain. I just don't have one. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Can I use the one that's been failing? No, because it can yes. roll a nat 20. You just mm. know it. You just know it. Just don't do it. <laughs> so, 12. Normal modifiers, then minus 4. Plus. Stuff. Uh, 2. And then. Minus. 10. Yes. Yeah. Against EAC, because it's an energy weapon, yeah? Uh, Miss. Yes. Second attack, please. Why do I have to? Because you're taking a full action to go pew pew. That's why you're at a minus four. Would I do pew pew with one gun? Yes. Yeah, you're just taking two shots. Oh, look at that. I forgot to reload. <laughs> uh, that is a genuine thing that can help you. Mm. <laughs> I haven't used this weapon yet. Yeah. Mm. Um, what'd you roll? Uh, 15. Plus two, minus four. So, uh, 14. 13. No. 13. Max. No, hey. both of them. Do they bounce off the armor or did yeah? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, they, <laughs> do they ricochet and hit the glob thing? No, no, they don't. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> that would technically be your two rounds of confusion over. Is like you start like coming to and like everyone's like instead of becoming these like shadow ghosts now you're seeing your team and Brock's like oh, I don't know how would you react to that? Mm. Um, I just kind of I wouldn't see it as like. I don't know. I wouldn't see you being confused because I'd be too Jeez, focused on the things like that. I'd, shoot. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I'd be like, uh, we'll take you down the range. We'll take you down range, lad. <laughs> yeah. right, we'll take you down range. We'll show you how to shoot straight and true. <laughs> but yeah. Shoot like a mask. Because I actually missed out doing this when you first entered the ship. So I'm just forgiving you the first round that you got to act and then doing this one. Um, you're all clear. Yeah, mm. and everybody else passed, so... Yeah. I might as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kaz, you're up. Oh, God, it's me. Uh, okay. No, just Ian. Oh. Oh. Uh, Roll for psychic damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> Do I get one of those for me? <laughs> it's for me. No. Oh, I'm going to use... Um, my move action to draw my sword yeah. out of my own very atoms. Have you got a base attack bonus of plus one? Base attack bonus. Uh, what does that one. mean? Yes. You can do that as part of your move action, so you can move and draw. Well, because it's because it's part of my array thing. Oh, okay. It's not drawing it; it's forming. Oh, okay, the array. cool. Um, so. I'm just waiting. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> I'm using my move action as to draw it, but yeah. then I'm using my action. To slash. Make the slash! Uh, yeah! What you know about drift? Yeah! Nothing! That's another one. That's another one! Absolutely nothing. And it's not like 
you miss, Kaz? No. It literally is just like it judders and it moves in this like awkward, horrible, undead way, and it, you, it just like slithers away from the blade. Um, Bastard. Uh, yeah, that's that's me. I'm done. Squeakerson! Ha! Reporting for duty, sir. Uh, as my move action, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack out the old uh, marketing improv training, um, and I am gonna say to my team to try and give them a little bit of a morale boost. Come on, lads, let's get them. <laughs> get them. You'll get a plus two to your next attack. Is it, plus, is it a plus two or a plus one? Oh, you're Let me check it. Such a big There's voice so many for such things. a little body. <laughs> I've got some lungs on me. Um, They're not mine. You want to buy them? <laughs> <laughs> They're fabulous. It's a plus one, plus one um, yeah. to attack rolls made against the enemy of my choice in 60 feet, which is obviously this guy. Um, <laughs> Vorag. <laughs> <laughs> Say Dynatech cares. Never. Um, <laughs> So even if he moves out of sign, out of line of sight or hearing, that still persists until the end of, I believe, uh, until the start of my next turn. Yeah. Um, so. So plus one bardic inspiration, essentially, yeah. to everybody that makes an attack roll against that creature. Cool. Um, yes. So I'm then going to, as my action, mm. use my slightly slabbery laser pistol um, to <laughs> do it. I will give it a plus two for cover because Vorag is in front mm-hmm. of it. Uh, but even on that one, it's not going to hit you. I'm not yeah. going to do that. <laughs> I remember playing that like that was a great performance. I was like, this is horrible. We're just <laughs> killing our own. Confusion, on the other hand, is a completely different thing. My kneecaps. Uh, it's going to be 13. I need it. Against EAC, yeah? Yeah. With a plus two, that misses. Ooh. And it's only because Vorag is in the oh, way. Oh, it'll be a 14, sorry, because of my plus one. It still, still just <laughs> misses. Boo. EAC <laughs> is 13 normally. With the plus two, it is a 15. I'm afraid it misses. It's fine. It's fine. I've, mm. I've done what I came here to do. Vorak! Yes? You're... You hear the shout of, get him. <laughs> get him. Get him. Get him. Uh, get wrecked. Uh, <laughs> I, nobody in this room <laughs> has the call to shout, get wrecked. <laughs> it's I not. For yourself, it works with the alpaca gloves. <laughs> <laughs> the alpaca gloves. Uh, get wrecked. Get wrecked, son. <laughs> 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 How dare you, sir? How dare you? Uh, I'm gonna just, uh, I thought, there? Any words? words? That one. Um, am I within five foot? Oh, absolutely. You're so, in. yeah, um, I am just going to try and unarm strike it. Uh, 15. KAC hits. Just 15 is its KAC. Five. Five points yes. of damagios. And you're watching it's like as it's doing it, like its arms are getting longer and it's like it's still wearing this like spacesuit, but its arms are like coming further out of the wrist, and it's like they're too long for its body, and its fingers are like just like reaching out. It's almost like the planar tears are just like causing it to elongate and flicker and it's like juddering. Don't you dare. Looks like it's barely holding apart. But it's its go. It just gives up. You know what, you guys are all right. <laughs> Take the ship. I don't need that food. Now. I'm on a keto diet. <laughs> it means I only eat you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean... <laughs> it would be rude not to make the attack. Would it? There are two of you next to us. 
Let's uh, let's get Steph to decide who it's attacking. That's so mean. Could you roll a D any dice for me? Odds it will be attacking. Kaz, evens it will be attacking. Borag. Now what's going to be the best one to use for that? That's amazing. Any with numbers that have both odds and evens. <laughs> probably an even amount of sides. So let's let's use a let's use a D8. Yeah. Three. Ooh. Kaz, so it just turns around. And it's almost like in its own form, it's elongating up. I'm just going to pull a bandage out my cheeks. Oh. 25 to hit. Okay, first aid train. Oh. I think that hit. I'm good. It's not a bad roll, though. Six points of slashing damage. I am into my HP. How much by? Thank you. As it rakes through it, it's almost like the fingers now phasing through your armour reach into your oh. very being. And you think that if this was on another plane of existence, this thing would be able to just reach in and grab your heart and just stop it. So invasive. But luckily, you're in the drift where when these things die and they stay here, they remain corporeal and it can't quite reach into there and it's not quite sure and it's acting on instinct. But it won't try and move away. Skelking you up. You come to... Hmm. You see it reach into Kaz's chest, or try to. What would you like to do? How confused would I have been? Would I know that I already did my cool thing, or would I do it again? It's not like we didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> try again. <laughs> if I can do that. Yeah, of course you can. It's a full action. You can take two shots. You just, just get a minus four. Just aim around me this time. if it's going to fucking work. Worth it if you get that crit, though. 20s are always a crit. How can you get a crit if it, you get minus? Because a nat 1 and a nat 20 is always an automatic miss or an automatic crit. A and 1 and a 20? Yeah. What do we reckon? So two oh. shots. Pew pew. No. Well, that's fine. But what do I minus? So put your modifiers on, which you said was plus 2, yeah? Plus 2, 19 and 15. 19 and 15. It's against EAC. Then you minus 2 off both of those. So that's a 17 and a 13. Mm -hmm. So four. we should have just... Minus 4, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so 11 and 15. The 15 hits. <gasps> yeah. You got one. Don't worry about rolling damage unless you want to for stats. It is on one hit point. Hey. How does Skelkin Shaw destroy this invasive creature? Well, unless I'm reading this wrong, right? It's E and F. Electric and fire, yes. Mm. Now I do love me some fire. Can yeah. You really? F him up. Yes. Um, I think I would like to see. It's got a very bulbous head. It's, just, it's literally a space hulk. It. It's like smashed, and they're like ghostly faces trying to like protrude through it. I think I would like to see the. Is it like a. It's not a bullet though, it's like a late energy, right? Yeah. So this like red. <laughs> this red ball, like a laser pointer. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hit it, and then it just <laughs> combusts. Eyes burn with fire and electricity. It's like not only does it like the fire burns for its eyes, the electricity like. You know how fast it is in Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like immediate. It doesn't last. It's just gone. And you've defeated the Drift Dead. Woo! Just so you guys can see what that looks like. Oh, it's that there. They are literally like native to the drift plane, but they can go into the material plane and they can attack you when you're like coming in and out of the drift, when you're traveling just using your thrusters. They can turn up on planets. They just like go between the material plane and the drift. But when they're on the material plane, they're fucking ghosts. And like, unless you've got a magical weapon, doesn't hit them. And if you've got an energy weapon, it does half damage. So very good that like the random encounter you rolled was like in the drift. Um, shot counters. 
Yes. How am I doing this? Uh, so basically, there should be like a capacity mm-hmm. in your. Um, if you click on the weapon on its name, and it should say capacity, a number, a plus or minus next to it, and a um, little refresh symbol. And then you just knock it down by the amount that you've done. And you took one, two, three, three. four. Because you took two oh. against Borag, two against the creature. And I didn't w- count the ones I didn't want to make. And the so one before it is also it's wait, five shots. So it says usage two, though. So it uses... Doubles it. Uh, you still take the ammo off as normal, because then it will come uh, down to your battery usage. And that's fine. We'll look at that after the stream, and we'll actually go through oh, how no. that works. Just do it down as minus five. It's fine. No, I'm, I'm on capacity, though. Minus five capacity charges. Because I don't have... Ammo. It's a plasma. But it was loaded Charges. before though, right? You've not used it before. Charges is the ammo, I'm confused. Yeah. So you've got ammo which is it's charged, but then it's capacity as well. Um, no. We, we can sort it out after We'll sort it out after yeah. the stream, we'll yeah. go through it properly. But we just remember that it's five rounds off that particular thing. Yeah. Uh, so with that, it kind of just like most of its form dissipates and like falls apart. The suit, this grimy spacesuit just like <laughs> lands on the ground, it's ripped, it's old, it's covered in rhyme, and everything falls silent. And Calyx is like, uh, guys, is everything okay? All good. Head, tail, gun, we're fine. Okay, good. good. Sort of, yeah. <sighs> oh, well, my friend. <laughs> Um, I'll come. Can I do uh, get my first aid kit out and try and do a medicine check? Yeah, because I believe you have to do a medicine check for that. I'm going to use my first aid again because I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that I've come to, am I aware that I've shot Borag? Yeah. Mm. Um, I've got a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't seven. do any more damage. <laughs> it's not comfortable. You, you just have to check the med kit though to see what, because I think it's like a DC 10, isn't it, or something like that. <laughs> the whole med kit isn't put in the wound. First aid, right? Just wrapping a bandage that says like Dynatech Nurse, just around and around and around. Like Joan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Borag, I don't know what came over me. I'm terribly sorry about the uh, armour. You would have all felt the presence trying to get into your mind, maybe so. It doesn't matter. I know it wasn't meant in any malice. I hope. Die, you red fuck! <laughs> Uh, should we clear this place out and then clear ourselves yeah, out? I've, I've, now that I've Sounds checked where you tried to help, so I'm. Add <laughs> the rations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm gonna. Sword. Um, there is a. It's, so on the desk where Kaz was. So basically, essentially, for the sake of ease to show you, this workbench is the sword and the, no, the sword's down by the chair. Sorry, you're yeah. right. Uh, I, that'll be an advanced melee weapon. I'll work out which one that is after the stream. Uh, this one had the plasma rifle, red star. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. we'll double check yeah. it. Uh, over here was the level one mm-hmm. light armor. Yeah. Um, the azimuth laser pistol. And the azimuth laser pistol. Yeah. I actually realised that I had a weapon last time that I found, but it's not here. Uh, because you haven't added it to your sheet yet. Plus, it's you said you were going to take it back to your own shuttle. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna push after the stream. You were like, I might just take that back to my own shuttle if that's all right. I was like, yeah, of course. Oh, that's not what I meant. I meant I need to go back and pack all my shit. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then that's fine. We will get it added on after the stream. We'll have to go through and like make sure your items are all correct and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cows will lean up against the wall, um, seeing just these bandages put around. <laughs> it, like... Right. <sighs> um, and you will do a nanite surge to then reactive repair and heal myself a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, cool. And you guys can take. Uh, I did a great job. You guys can take <laughs> yeah, a short rest as well if you want. Like, uh, a short rest will be like ten minutes, and you regain uh, your stamina points, and you yeah. can spend a resolve mm-hmm. point to like regain hit points and stuff like that. I'll have to double check what it actually is, but or you can wait till you're on the shuttle again and I'll see if you. Do a little. I'm not short finished rest. looking. I'm gonna 
push forward and just check the rest of the ship just mm. to make sure we don't get surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, so you would come around to what would essentially be, um, you know, over to the cockpit, over to here. Uh, I'd go to the cockpit where it came from just to see if there's anything uh, like logs. Anything in its pockets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just to check if there's any logs, any signs of what this ship was, what's yeah. happened. Blah, blah, blah. Perception check. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> the computers are down. Uh, perception, did you yep. say? 19. 19, and you're looking mostly in the cockpit, yeah? Yes. So, uh, looking through the cockpit, the person clearly died mm -hmm. trying to escape something. They'd obviously run from the bed at the back mm -hmm. and had got to the cockpit, started trying to get off, and had died in that seat whenever whatever attacked them. There is a badge mm -hmm. on one of the consoles. Uh, mm -hmm. A Starfinder badge. Oh, no. Fuck. Mm. On... I pick it up. Uh, would it have their name or rank or anything on it? No. I pick it up and put it in a pocket. Yeah. You can add a custom item, an extra Starfinder badge. What were you looking for? Uh, anything useful. Yeah. Uh, was that on the being, or was that like just around? No, general? no, to the end that we. Oh, to the end. Yeah. To, yeah. TV sort of over here. You move over to here. You can give me a perception check, but I'll tell, give you a brief description of what That's is over there. Rubbish anyway. You come around the corner, and the reason that this donut, the shape of the ship around the power core, had been segmented is because over to this side is a prison cell. Oh. It is. Uh, what's the perception check? Um, unnatural twenty. There are the remains of a being in there. They're not animated, they're not moving around, and you think that they are not undead. But this person clearly was incarcerated and kept behind bars. It's still barred and it is still locked. They don't seem to have armor or anything like that. There are no weapons in there that you can see. Just a simple cop, the mummified remains of somebody who's been exposed to the vacuum of space and you know the, the kind of like almost like chillblain rot kind of mm. thing. Um, that's what you would see. Can I reach it through the bars? You think that you could either force the door open with an engineering check or you could uh, try and restore power to the computer? Mm -mm. No? No, I just wanted to like. <laughs> no, it's about, it's just over five foot between like the bars and the bed. So I think that like you don't quite have. So it's bars. a solid wall from the other side and it's bars from this side. So this one's solid wall, this one's yeah. bars. Is it like an airlock on the other side or on the no. other side? It's just, it's, okay. Yeah. It's almost like this has been retrofitted for, uh, I mean, everyone can give me a culture check. What are you talking about, Wallace? <laughs> Ooh, nothing again. Is it that one again? No. No, okay. Six whole points. Six? 19. 19. Also 19. 19. 10. 10. Uh, 10 and upwards. This is outfitted for somebody who's a bounty hunter. Oh. They clearly have uh, the power quadrift engine in the center. They have a cop themselves. They're pretty efficient. They've got a, a basically a brig on board and they work on weapons. This is clearly a Starfinder slash bounty hunter ship. Hey guys, we just took down an undead bounty hunter. Yeah. Go team. Yeah, you just see this like destroyed flight suit almost, the badge, the weapons, and it all just starts falling into place that the opal gem must have belonged. And those batteries, 
five of them maybe to somebody from 20, 30, 50, 100 years ago. Ooh, he must have been bored. <laughs> or she. Or they. <laughs> we have women, you know. <laughs> Dynatech care. Starfinder's care in this instance. Um, yeah, that's what you would find. Tiny, um, tiny bullshit going on here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Tiny, tiny bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Unless Ooh. they've just been hanging in the drift for a hundred years. They could they? be. Probably, yes. Mm. That's more sensible. Okay? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Hey. Wibbly wobbly time stuff does happen within the drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why whenever you travel somewhere and mechanic-wise, this is you you know roll three d six and you could go to the same place and it'd be like it takes three d six worth of days on max or three because that's how the drift sort of works. But it's better than traveling you know four times that amount via thrusters conventionally. However, getting back to um, Absalom Station is always through the drift one d six days because the Starstone Reactor at the core of Absalom Station. Is such a big beacon. Okay. Um, right. So, what would you guys like to do now? Just out of morbid curiosity, how big is the gap between the bars of this prison cell? Mm, not very much. Enough that they could probably have a small prisoner big and not worried about. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I think that even a small That's creature cool. is not squeezing through there. Yeah. If that's what you were aiming for. I, I was just checking. If you put power back to the ship, you could very definitely <laughs> no. open things up and check the logs. And... I could probably work that. Uh, do we want to? I could do we wanna jimmy power? up some power from. I the, mean, we got what we came for. SS Joan. Um, we do have a mission. <laughs> this guy was locked up. This these batteries could be a hundred years old. Do we want to get sidetracked right now? I think it's probably mm. best that we head head on back and. Besides, how much battery mission. have you got left? <laughs> Check my battery. Yeah. And, um, do you record that entire encounter? Of course I yeah. do. Put it on the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you, if you guys want to, you can re-embark the SS Joan and yeah. decouple yeah. and yeah. debut. You can debut. <laughs> Unsitter yourself from the other ship. DS. <laughs> do you know what? I had an intrusive thought that I decided not to say, but I'm going to say it. You said timey wimey bullshit. Yeah. Imagine, right? Okay. <laughs> How did this come from ass to ass? <laughs> because if you and your friends were trapped in like a time loop, say, if you farted at the beginning of the day, would it still smell like a hundred years in the future if you jumped? Damn. These are the questions would we that need that section still smell? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the deepest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Send your answers in by postcard. Yeah, any, um, any space scientists out there can get in the comments. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I'm just wondering, actually, you said it smelled musty, but can you smell in a vacuum? Uh, so it's technically not a vacuum. Because um, we pressurised it. Mm. Yeah, and it's just the smell of old, and that's why it didn't really smell of death, because it's sort of like frozen over, mm. um, whereas if it was like atmosphere and it has oxygen, that decay would have been a lot worse. Um, Let's go back, Joe. <laughs> yeah. And with that, you can make your way back to your ship and begin the next day's work of travel. Yep. Was there any signs of what race the uh, bounty hunter was? Give me a... Just, on the way out, just kind of have a little check and see if... Yeah, absolutely. Give me a, um, just a medicine check. Medicine. Slash or a mysticism check, because they are undead and to classify undead. Yeah, I take it we're not in those times where Captain Logs would be on paper. 
No. Seven. Seven. No. Definitely humanoid, medium yeah. size. Could have been human. Could have been elven. Okay. Could have been anything really. Nothing, nothing immediately like, no. oh yeah, that's a death or whatever. No, definitely not. More okay. on the human side cool. of things, right. uh, especially yeah. with that bone structure. Yep. Uh, and yeah. with that, you can re-embark mm -hmm. the SS Joan. Yep. 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 You're looking at me like you want to say, no, that's powers, baby up. No, no, okay. no. Um, <laughs> I think I was processing. No, it's fine. That's fine. You process away. Uh, and you can begin to move into the next day's worth of travel, which means long rest and short rest. There are buttons on there that you can click. Nice. Obviously, taking a long rest, you only get half of your hit points back. Mm -hmm. I will add the rations to the ship rations. About 35 days worth of rations. Ooh, but that's for an individual person. So I guess so it's each. Five, ten, no, 15, not 20, each. 25. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, the opposite of each. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. like six days <laughs> worth of rations each. Six days, yeah. that's fine, that's mm. nice. Yeah. So it'd all be roughly the same. Yeah. So yeah. add another six to the ship, basically. So it's yeah. eight and six is maps. Fourteen. Correct, eight and six is maps. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> like he tried to do math and he went, and that is. <laughs> I still really like rolling, uh, was it a two? And he went, 12. You're like, that is not a 12! Like, just like instant life gone. <laughs> That was so good. Sorry, Alex. Uh, he actually, we mentioned him earlier, he, he literally texted you, yeah, you mentioned! <laughs> Hi, Alex! Um, oh man, I miss you, I love you. Um, yeah, and with that, cool. long rest are taken, mm -hmm. and you begin day. Seven. Who would like to roll? Do I need to Where do we anything? get to? I don't need to do anything. <laughs> Say again. Do I need to do anything? If you're taking a long rest, there is a, like a little. Uh, oh, it looks okay. like a petrol station button. I don't That's think isn't I that the short rest? That's the short rest. The, the long anything. rest is the man in the bed. That's or it. woman. <laughs> or they. Or they. <laughs> the they in the bed. The, the, the them's in the beds. The them's. Alex waves. It says hi. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. Okay, who's rolling for D7? Uh, oh. So, so D100. Do you want me to start it again? What? No, I... no! We're rolling! He's rolled the ball! Keep rolling, 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 rolling. rolling. Oh, 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 let's change his mind. 92. 92. Oh. 92. I have so close to <laughs> <Nine> the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> fucking close. No ball. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> you have another clear day's worth of travel. Uh, yeah. You mark off another day's worth of rations, and Food. yeah, I think in this like case, like that was really scary, but also really exciting. And like, even though they weren't on the mission, <laughs> yeah. they're like in the camera, like oh, yeah. yeah. And then like I can hear gunshots, and I can hear like, and they're like really excited. I think that's how Tam's gonna play that. Yeah. I'm actually really interested in watching this video. Oh like, yeah, I'm gonna like edit the footage, and um, if you've got a clear day of travel, sort of like. And bring it up on the screen so everyone can kind of watch it back nice. and like, things. Yeah, and so you can't send it back yet though because you're not within yeah, yeah. the infospace, but you can certainly on the things here. Mm. Yeah? I want to see what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. And this yeah. is why you were absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy bitch. You almost killed you me. Six <laughs> I mean, how lucky I was on a bad shooting day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how would you guys react? How would you describe it? How would you, how would like the actor in the room be? If... Oh, let's get a sound bite from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop being correct. You know where it's like, just the, the one of us and how did that make you feel? Yeah. Like, the, 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 the,
Mouthful of biscuit. Shoving rations in, because, I mean, you you did uh, deserve that. Sorry, mm. man. Well, yeah. But we up. got what we came for. Yeah, we got yeah, rations. Did. A bit more comfortable now. <sighs> yeah, and you can put together the uh, weapon. I will double-check the... Um, if you actually grab the core rule book, if I left yep, that with you, um, it'll be under long arms yep. and it'll be under the plasma okay. uh, weapons just there. Do you have to wait until you run out of charges to reload? No, you can reload. So I can make sure that I've got 20. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just, it's literally a movement action to reload. And then oh, I think once you get to like I... base attack bonus plus one, it's a swift action. But then I need to go through my items. I'll do it later. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. It's ma- the main reason I have you keep track of that is so that if in combat you run out, mm-hmm. you have to spend that movement action to Realist. to reload, and that's it. Otherwise, because once you get to a certain level, it's just like fucking magic, magic, twenty rounds. <laughs> and it's like, All right, in, I ain't got enough. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else is happening RP wise on day seven, let's move on to day eight. Mm-hmm. All right. As we move past the halfway mark and we are closer to that day thirteen arriving at the Dakchi system. Who's rolling? A D100. Roll. Oh, Kaz is on it. 69. Nice! Nice! <laughs> 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 Woo-hoo, that's a special number! Woo-hoo. First it was S to S. <laughs> now it's a 69. <laughs> oh, I love it. God, you do you? I bet you do. do. <laughs> a sexy day has had. <laughs> Topping and tailing. The ice dragon. Mood lighting. Smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but it's another clear day, oh, and I think uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Tamsin's just messaged in, and Calix would be really excited, but he'd like mapping away like he has been doing, but also uh, trying to talk about space curling, which is this like throwing rocks in space, and it's like an interest they have, and trying to teach you all. Um, yeah. I don't know if I've got the mental capacity. But I'll let them do that when they get back. <laughs> you know. Day nine. You can take another long rest if you need to heal up any more and do anything else, but... I don't know, should I check? Probably. How do I check? It's good to do just in case you spent resolve points or anything like that. Um, I don't want to spend any RP. No, you probably don't, not yet. Mm. But, yep. can I have another D100, please, for day nine? I do. I'll travel through the drift. 89. 89, you guys are smashing this. What's the bad thing about doing There's that? nothing, it's just making sure that should you Should I just do it? You move into a pocket of planar bubbles, and these things, um, they're huge, they're ginormous, and when you start moving into them, it's almost like the walls are closing in, but just the visuals of like somewhere underwater, somewhere on a beautiful planet, somewhere in a sea of gossamer, and they all just change and they move around, and the lighting, where has you been through this blue and purple roiling storms of nebulas and drift, essence and material plane stuff that's been ripped to one side this is more white in light because of the planar magic that's like glowing these orbs it's almost like looking through a force field, a little biome almost mm-hmm. you move through them, it's just this beautiful part of your journey anything for you during day 9? no I mean, I imagine I've read my book back to front and found nothing at this point. Nothing that I can use. So, I'm probably still gonna keep picking it up and keep trying to see what I've missed, if yeah. anything. It's weird, there's, there's definitely... Give me an intelligence check. Don't fail me. 
No matter what, you're going to get something here. Ooh. Where is this? Uh, just on your stats. Go quick. Seventeen. Seventeen. Something is missing that is the key to making the penny drop. The the keystone in the arch, the the, the last piece of the puzzle, something that you don't have, that there is two paths to take, yours and Dara's days. Maybe. Maybe it's there. But is he alive? Is he safe? Day 10 arrives. Day 10. In the big world of Jones. In the Dana Tech Jones. Vorag is seen. Vorag is called to the diary room. <laughs> Talk! Yeah, yeah. Give me a sound bite! Remember all the Leave me alone! Do I? Go on then. I Go feel on. responsible. <laughs> <laughs> This is a one grief. <laughs> I'm stuck in my room. <laughs> <laughs> the Alpaca Blessing. 57. 57? We've had one of Another clear day. Nice. Oh, beautiful day on the SS Joe. Yeah, and again, another mar- another rations marked off, please. And yeah, you, you find like little islands of meteors and then again, you move away from something. There's like a, a part of a spaceship that's just like fallen apart, but then covered in vines that don't belong on the ship. And it's almost like it was once alive and just all these weird oddities just every now and again, just it's almost like they creep up on you. Like there's this endless sea of nothing and then all of a sudden there's just something there. And it's like, where do these come from? But we move into day 11. Where do they come from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, now. <laughs> D100 from somebody. What's that, Varric? What's that, Varric? Right. Wait, it's one of those. Right. Is it a double zero? Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. And then a oh, 90. No. Wait, hang I on. Mean, no. Did you roll two? Did you roll two hundred? That's better. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Something's not right here. I'm so close. I know. So close. But you have another clear day. Yeah. And it's not like drift travel is always riddled with adventure and with chaos and destruction. And this is a pretty standard trip. It's very clear and it's so vast that it's hard to come across something else. And we move into day 12, the last of the two days. Two days? Going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 12, 13 days, the last days. two days, 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did math wrong. <laughs> 57. 57. Hey! A common number. But once more, mm. another clear day as. Calyx is getting excited and they're like, hey, we're getting close to it. There's one more day left to travel and we will have charted my first course. Uh, we're going to get to the Dachi system. It's going to be great. Uh, and they're just really like, brimming with excitement. And yeah, it's just this um, special little guy. Yeah. I think Kaz will be sort of working at a tech table. Yeah. Um, he's got like some sort of diagram, hologram kind of thing going up. Yeah. And he's just kind of moving things around, trying to just sort of piece things together. And he's doing adjustments to things. And, He's just keeping himself busy. That's tight as well. 
I imagine I'm getting pretty fed up of being with this many people <laughs> how I normally live and seriously considering a spacewalk. Yeah. <laughs> with or without, of course. <laughs> how long has it been for Skelkin, if you want to say that out loud? Or do you want to keep that quiet for now? Keep it quiet. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> I'm going to take day 13. I'm oh, roll it open. Yeah. What does he say? Oh, I did it! No, you're oh, God. Double zero. Oh, and a fucking two. Oh. Oh. This will be the last day when oh. I... Gosh! I'm gonna kill you all! Rig. Uh, I feel like... Rig. Double zero. Rig. Double zero. <laughs> you can roll them again, the team. Unwinding. Come on. Here we go. Why have I taken I wrote, by the way, days. 20 encounters this is, this today. Is <laughs> because all I needed to happen was if you roll 10 or less, I have 20 encounters ready to go, because I need one of you to roll a d20 for me, please. Oh, I will tell you now, do it as a group. <laughs> one of them has already been used. Nine? Nine! Nine! <laughs> Not today! <laughs> This is perfect. Uh, no. no. <laughs> but it's 27 minutes past. Nine. You are so close, and Calix is getting really excited, and you are coming up to the drift exit point. And then you just hear a small beep, beep from the sensors. You lean over. Has and have a look. There are three vessels incoming oh. on an intercept course. Three vessels? That's not one undead guy. Pew! Pew, 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 pew! As laser bots start coming in towards your vessel, and we are going to see what happens next week. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. We're going to be starting next week with some starship combat! Everyone else is fine, luck. That's oh, where we're going to leave today's episode. <laughs> and guys, you did amazingly well. And like, starting to like really get into those classes now in the RP. And I absolutely love it. The fact that you are just falling into your characters like you are is, is amazing. Thank you so much. You're a pleasure to play with. Thank guys, thank you. Thank you. No, 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 no. Guys, you're watching on Twitch. Thank you so much. Uh, feel free to hit the follow button if you want to. If you want to subscribe, feel free. I also set up, and you don't have to. No pressure. But if you do, I'd be ever grateful. If you want to see the channel grow, we have now got a donate button at the top of the page. So if you do want to donate, we can get more cameras, we can get more mics, we can get better mixing desks, we can um, buy some coffee, and it would just be great. Uh, but you don't have to. You absolutely don't have to. Um, just spread the word. Get it out there. That would be awesome. That's the, the only thing we would want you to do. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Hopefully you're learning something about Starfinder with us, and I hope that you've enjoyed the show and you get to see many more. And why not join us on Twitch live for every Monday, 6.30? Podcast listeners, thank you so much. We'll get pictures up on uh, to Instagram and onto Blue Sky Social, Twitter, and wherever else it is about the uh, uh, battle maps so that you can see those. Thank you ever so much, and may the dice gods be ever in your favour. See you around, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>